You never seen Lilo and Stitch? I saw the first one. I didn't see all the 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 entire franchise that came after. There was it. like a whole friggin' straight to video series, and then like the TV series, which the TV series kind of implies Stitch's cousins died horribly. Um, I don't remember that. You know how Stitch's cousins are in uh in those pods, like an egg, and then you dip the the, the pods in some water, and then they form into their real life selves. You know. Yeah, it's like a pokeball. Well, in the one of the movies, all those balls, all 625 of those dehydrated thingies, scatter all across Hawaii. But uh, Hawaii is a lot of water, so it's implied that a lot of those landed in the water. And uh, Jumba has said that his experiments are way too dense, like matter-wise. So a lot of those likely materialized, came to life, landed in the water, and just drowned instantly. Hey, so we're we're recording a podcast. It's canon. Hey, Larry, that was a good podcast. I'm out. Do do I do I need to purposely put in awkward pauses, or can you do that for me? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) We're always in our clubhouse getting high. Everybody wishes we would die. Hey, it's the Rebel Taxi Pizza Party Podcast, and we're raising money for Momocon, so we want to promote the YouTube group, Toon Grin, who donated 100 to our Patreon. Look them up, Toon Grin. They do scripted animation-based top 10s and reviews, while also doing recent animated movie reviews. Links to them pinned in the comments. Anyway, I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I'm Nolan. I'm Izzy. I'm Guru Larry. Yes, we have a guest Hello. here today. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm not supposed to answer, am I? Oh, go ahead, yeah. yeah. Please Please introduce me. Oh, okay. Hello. Uh, I mean, if you want to intro, if you type Guru's name, Guru uh, Larry's name in the comment section right now, he'll appear. Go, fairies, yeah. go. <laughs> he shows up everywhere in the YouTube comments. Like, you've commented on my, my videos a few times. Oh, you've seen them, have you? Yes. Uh, no, I, got, I just have a severe bout of procrastination. I mean, I've, I'd have about 10 times as many videos on my channel if oh, I didn't yeah. have this debilitating <laughs> illness. I mean, I, I don't know. There are times where I'm just like, I'm not watching Netflix. I'm just going to stream through a bunch of random people's videos analyzing some random video game. And then you're in the comments always. Oh, no. <laughs> Larry physically manifests in your house to tell you you did a good job and then disappears in the same instance. <laughs> oh, come back. I need someone to tell me I did a good job, please. I need reassurement. I need validation. For people who haven't seen your videos, Larry, which video would you recommend them watching? I would. I, I recommend they watch every single one of them so I get more ad revenue. Yeah, that's the dream. That's, that's a, that is a good answer. <laughs> yes, even, even the crappy ones that are sort of completely irrelevant now by yeah. today's standards. But J- just, what, what, which one would that be, for instance? Uh, that would be probably most of them. But <laughs> uh, I <laughs> no, really... Uh, if I could make a recommendation for you, one of my favorites of yours is the top five times Shigeru Miyamoto was an asshole. I yes. Like that. <laughs> that went down really well with Nintendo fanboys. Oh, I said, no. Mm, thank you very much for that uh, insightful opinion of yours, Larry. I never saw it that way. But no, they yeah, didn't. I, I'm sure most of them were like that. I'm sure yeah, all of them were like that. Yeah, such an agreeable, uh, well thought out community there. So. Of course. When, when I was 14, I was one of those Nintendo fanboys who was just like, fuck Sony, and just couldn't accept uh, anything negative about Nintendo ever. Aww. I sat there with my GameCube. 
in denial. Um, pretty much, yeah. I was like, <laughs> why does no one talk about... Why do these video game uh, websites like GameStop don't talk about the GameCube? It's still cool. They must be haters. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I remember there was a GamePro magazine. Uh, I, I forget which article of GamePro, but um, on the cover, it shows uh, uh, the Neo Matrix video game. And th mm. somebody submitted, like... Uh, a piece of paper, like notebook paper with the lines, and someone just wrote them saying, why do you guys only talk about PS2 and Xbox? Why don't you talk about Nintendo, you fucks? And it was just a whole threatening email. I mean, not even an email, just a piece of paper they sent in. It's like, wow, I relate to that kid. <laughs> Written in his best crayons. Pretty much. <laughs> and I was like, the, the, the magazine was making fun of him, but I was like, I sympathize with that kid. I get you. But then eventually the Wii came out and it's like, yes, we outsold the Xbox 360 and PS3. Yeah, you guys did it. Good job. Friggin' did it. It's, it's the day is saved. But Larry, who exactly are you? What uh, do you do? I'm Larry. I like... um. I, li I like holding hands and walking on the beach, and uh, I am an alcoholic. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> no, I'm. I, I don't know what I really do. Really, I talk about really obscure video games, and sort of I look into sort of really weird things in history, and that sort of anecdotes and mm -hmm. sort of bizarre stories that happened in gaming past. But I always try and look for stuff that nobody else has covered as well. Mm -hmm. So I go for really, really weird, bizarre and cryptic things. So if you look at any video on my channel, I mean, there is a huge chance that nobody's ever covered it before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I learned a lot of strange stuff uh, watching your videos. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I've heard, you've, uh, talk I heard you talk about me a couple of times in previous podcasts. Heard you talking shit, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Along the lines of that bastard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, think I said something about your voice maybe once or twice. Uh -oh. oh, everybody does that. Oh. Yeah. And everybody you, does yeah. a Monty Python impression. Of, Hello, I'm Guru Larry. Hello. That, that, is, that is essentially <laughs> what I did, yes. <laughs> I mean, the earliest I remember watching you was back in the Screw Attack days when you were Screw Attack Europe. Oh, yes. Oh no, <laughs> the dark days. Yeah, it was. I, like... I thought the dark days were that guy with the glasses, but you know, oh, I'm still, I'm still there. Thank you very uh -oh. much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, like, uh... kick, kick the hornets that there, matey. So, oh, no, no, I'm, no, I'm still, I'm still there. They're all right. They're all right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm nothing horrible to say about them. I mean, they've since they're like just, just... 2006 or seven. When did you start posting on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, uh, 2000. I think 2005 I started posting videos oh, on YouTube, but it just, just but it's just videos of uh, my friend playing Fear. That's like the first videos oh, yeah. you put up. And then you had games like yeah, what Yanks can't wank. Yes, but yes. Well, it's like about obscure British and European video games that never came out in America. Really, okay, so. in that intro to games Yanks can't wank, uh, Space Channel Five on the PS2 w was on that intro, and it's like that came out. America, I have that. Did it on the PS2? Yeah, Are you sure. Oh, okay. It was like a bundle of the both oh, okay. games. Oh no, no, it's just no, it's just the second one on its own, and it only ever came out in, in Australia. Hmm, wait uh, a minute, Power Region. Whatever. But yeah, whatever. How dare you show me up on I'm, your I'm, podcast? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to rethink my past. Like, did I own that? I mean, well, which version did I own? Did I? I think I remember playing through the first part of the first game. Well, the second one had Michael Jackson in it. If that helps, I thought the. 
first one had Michael Jackson. Well, it had somebody who looked like Michael Jackson, but it wasn't officially him. What? It wasn't? No, it was. Uh, he was definitely in the second one officially. That wasn't. They didn't have the license to use Space Michael in the first one. It was all fraudulent. I don't think he mind. I don't oh. think he minded, but yeah, I mean, nobody sued any. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Doesn't Michael Jackson love Sega? Like he, he or he did because he's dead. But. <laughs> He looks rude. No, yeah, he was a big he was a big fan of that. I mean, he had his own game, didn't he? He had Moonwalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had. I, I still love the uh, the back how long the uh, Sonic uh, three Michael Jackson thing went on because there were rumors forever, and then somebody just came out and said, uh, "Yeah, uh, he didn't like how the Genesis sound card sounded, so he uh, like put his name out of the credits." Yeah. I was like, oh, Get well, he's uh, the guy who does uh, music for him. Brad Buxner did a lot of yeah, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually used a couple of old songs he used to be in a band. I mean, the Ice Cap Zone level music is actually a song called Hard Times <laughs> by uh, a band, his band, who's called the Jetsons, spelled with a Z or mm-hmm. a Z. Yeah, J-T-Z-O-N. Yeah, yeah. have a listen to it on YouTube. It's a really good song. I think the first okay. video I saw yeah. like that unraveled that mystery for me was uh, back when game trailers was a thing. Uh, yeah, like, I remember that. That, that was that went viral that video, didn't it? Yeah, that was like, one of the first viral gaming videos. <laughs> yeah, and uh, their pop fiction franchise, which now there's just a ton of imitators and like game trailers kind of lost relevancy. I must admit, I've, I stopped watching game trailers when they started putting up spoilers in their reviews. Oh. The word, uh, they reviewed Portal and they reviewed the ending. What? I mean, what was that about? Yeah, it's a don't. They reviewed the ending. That's like the whole thing leading up to that whole game, and they reviewed it. They just completely ruined it. Okay, wait, wait. Was it the first Portal? Yeah, the first one. To the one fair, where you didn't know what the twist was. Oh man. Well, to be fair, you could beat that game in ten minutes, so you know. I know, but you know, if you haven't played it yet, you just yeah, sort of cuts it off for you. I mean, I, I forget what review I was watching, but I was like, what? that i mean there's a lot of positive reviews for cartoons where mm. they just flat out spoil the entire thing and it's like well thanks for that you spoiled the whole thing why would i want to watch it now well isn't that like the youtube type of review it's just um most people's reviews just going through the entire plot and then at the very end for like two minutes going yeah it was all right i mean or, i hated it and then that's oh, the video the, the nostalgia trick critic to style yeah. a review well i do you- that but mostly on negative videos but if i want to cover like I just give a summary if it's a good movie or a cartoon, but uh, if I do want to spoil it, I will say, like, hey, skip to this, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think, like, most people's reviews are, like, abridged, um, what, what's that, uh, Mystery Science Theaters? Pretty much, yeah, like, a lot of that stuff was inspired by Mystery Science Theater. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, you know what's funny is, like, when I was younger and I got into Nostalgia Critic, I, I decided, like, hey, I should look into Mystery Science Theater. And I thought it was really funny from the YouTube videos that show, like, the best of. And then I actually watched a real Mystery Science Theater episode, and I was like, wait a minute. They actually sit down and watch the whole movie? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Oh, Izzy, you said that, like, later, some other time, we want to record, like, a, a Monsters, a, a Monster Trucks audio commentary. Yeah, like, I think it'd be fun. Maybe at MomoCon, when we're in the, like, the hotel, we can, like, go get a couple of drinks, watch Monster Trucks while recording ourselves watching it, and then people can download it and watch the movie and have their own commentary track. I think yeah. it'd be fun. I remember a long time ago, me and Nolan did an audio commentary track on uh, the Powerpuff Girls movie, and 
someone else. I think Lava Pasta was there and and XLR. And it was all, and I didn't know how to handle like large, humongous videos and I could never render it. And I eventually just got lost and no one ever saw that audio commentary ever. It was like two years ago, three years. Way, more than, way, way, way more than that. It was the beginning of, of the Mesozoic era. That's where it was. Uh, the early Jesus. days. Yeah, back the when YouTube uh, was looked like a competent website. <laughs> back when the days when I put up a video and made money from it. Yeah. Well, now, <laughs> now with the whole enlisted thing, I mean, the whole um, demonetization thing, what I do is just set it to unlisted. And then wait for that stupid copyright thing to say, hey, this is demonetized, and I submit that. And well, it's stupid that you have to do that. I mean, they should, uh, I mean, approval a couple of times and that, but we should be put on a whitelist after yeah, a while. Yeah, a whitelist. Like, hey, if the last few videos I submitted were approved, chances are the next one is going to be approved too. So why bother? Yeah, I feel, I feel like they just need to hire people to like, uh, or they need to have like a whitelister program that you can like apply for and you submit videos and then like somebody manually goes, oh, okay, these are fine. And it, it, like for verified channels only. Yeah. Yeah. Guess like, what? They did for a little bit. That mm -hmm. was what being part of an MCN was all about. Was yeah. you were whitelisted. And then um, MCNs changed their thing. And so everyone except for whoever was like the 1%, whoever was making the money, uh, got dropped out of that program. Cool. Thanks, YouTube. Yeah, it. thanks. It's totally irrelevant being a part, a part of a network now, isn't it? I mean, they just sit there and just take part of your money now for doing nothing in return. Yeah. It basically, yeah. yeah. One of the joys of being part of the Disney network. Empire Maker? Yeah. Well, they're called, they're called Disney now. They're not allowed, they don't call themselves Maker anymore. Mm. Also, I'm not allowed to call them Mauschwitz as well. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, we got some news, but um, here oh, in a... Speaking of Disney, they bought everything in existence. Yeah, yes. Fox, 20th Century Fox. They own 20th Century Fox now. Hi, I'm Ajit Pai. I'm the chairman of the FCC. Recently, there's been quite a bit of conversation about my plan to restore internet freedom. Here are just a few of the things you'll still be able to do on the internet after these Obama-era regulations are repealed. You can still gram your food. You can still shop for all your Christmas presents online. Yes, got that bulk deal on fidget spinners. You can still drive memes right into the ground. But before, but before we cover that, I just want to make a quick note. Net neutrality got almost got repealed, or is in the process of it. Call your reps, call your congressmen, everybody who lives in the U.S. Damn. Do it. Do it. Mm -hmm. can, can we talk about that awful video they made? Oh, oh. Uh, Mr. Mr. Pie making uh, seven things you can still do after net neutrality is repealed and all it is is just memes. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can still do the Harlem memes as well. But the Harlem yeah. Shake. Okay, which, okay. Which, which, in, which in meme years is like 1874, so. <laughs> yeah. You okay, still pan. watch your favorite video, Nancat. Uh, pan, since you're an expert on public humiliation, <laughs> since you're into that shit, um, do you think that Pie Guy is into it too? Maybe. That's all I can think of in that video. Huh. Is that like I'm trying to figure out what's his, okay, besides money, what's his end game? Why is he putting himself out like this? Maybe he does have a sexual humiliation fetish. Like, I know. honestly, I, it's either he's just like, okay, I, I have two, I have two theories. One, he's just literally that incompetent and like literally thinks he's actually doing a favor for everybody. 
or two, he's doing that thing where he's just being an obnoxious asshole because he thinks he knows he's going to win. Yeah. So he's just rubbing it in everybody's faces in the most indirect way possible. I think that's what Oh, it no, is. it's very direct. Have you seen the actual, like, uh, footage of them voting? No. Uh, uh, well, yeah. No, like, I mean, I consider direct, like, being hot, you fucking suck my dick. Okay, like, okay. So in the in the actual voting thing where they, you can watch a recording of it where the both of the people that voted no went on this really long, like passionate speech about how this is going against the people. This is uh, betraying what the FCC stands for and this is going to destroy consumers. And, you know, she goes on this really long thing and, it, and the camera cuts back to Pi goes, so um, we could take you as a no then. And then you just hear a crowd laughing, like not like a can laughter, like legitimately he has all his yes men in the front of the crowd. And like he, it's very clear that he's treating no one with respect or anything. It's super disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Pi. I hope you look forward to not having a job in the next couple of years, you asshole. So, yeah, um, basically, um, even though it was voted to be repealed, there's stuff that can still be done. Uh, Congress can step in. There's currently lawsuits from multiple states being planned to be filed against the FCC for various reasons. Multiple, multiple, co- multiple bots have made comments in the names of even dead people supporting the repeal, which is not legal or okay. So, yeah. Oh no, there's a shit ton of illegalness from this. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like they weren't supposed to vote. They, they, they were, it was requested that they delay the vote for, by at least three days to take, you know, in consideration those bots. And they went ahead and voted anyway. So, like, there's a multi-state lawsuit towards them considering this unconstitutional and unlawful. Yeah. So, what I can say is that even though it's been voted to be repealed, it's not yet. It won't happen for years if that's the case. But call anyway. Call your reps. Call your congressman. I'll send a link to Pan to put in the description where you can find them. And yeah. we'll take yeah. care of it from there. Where you can just find your them. kids. Hide your wives. <laughs> We should get him on the podcast. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, no. That bottom line is just just keep calling, keep causing a shitstorm. That's the only way your voice will get heard, and this will get fixed. Keep screaming, yes, screaming at the yeah, walls. Yeah, Asking don't for fucking Pepsi. give up. Is don't fucking give up. But um, back on back on the Disney train. Yes. <laughs> uh, Disney fucking... bought Mar- Marvel. I mean, Disney bought Fox. Yes. Um, Does this mean the Simpsons will be good game now? (laughs) I want them. They need to come back in a new video game. There hasn't been a console-based Simpsons game in over 10 years. I posted a tweet last week about it would be a good idea to do an HD remake of Bart vs. the Space Mutants. (sighs) No. No, thank you. No, no, a proper one with proper Simpsons artwork and uh, actually fixing the problems in the game. Yeah. You know, just remaking the game completely. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> well, well, no, they, if anything, like I imagine them doing like the arcade version of the the, the arcade uh, Simpsons arcade game in HD. But well, it's EA like... done that. It was terrible. They've done it for yeah. the uh, iPad. Oh iPhone. yeah, that, okay. That's not even the same game. They just they just slapped an arcade name onto it and said, yeah, this is the Simpsons arcade. It's like this isn't the Simpsons was, arcade at all. It was re released for consoles by I think Activision and then taken off the stores. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, like, if, if they went, like, did a full-on, made it look like the actual show remake of that, I'd be down. Yeah, I'd be yeah, so that's what I meant. Cool. Yeah, proper, proper artwork. That'd be cool. Okay, but you, you, got, you guys, I appreciate your hopes for the games, but keep in mind that EA... I mean, that's Disney sold their Star Wars games license to EA, and we got Battlefront 2 out of it, so... Yeah, because I'm afraid we're going to get, like, a, maybe the Simpsons Hidden Run 2 after all these years, and it's just going to be the biggest piece of garbage ever by EA. <laughs> Thank you, EA. We really appreciate all you've Wait, done for us. D- does Disney sell all their video game properties, or just Star Wars? It, 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 just they Star didn't Wars. Sell- it wasn't technically selling it. It was like here, leasing. Yeah, yeah. has the license. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to get revoked soon enough. Well, no, no, no. Because like with Disney, I know they dropped like all their stuff with Disney Infinity and everything else. They're like, we're not, we're not interested in games. But obviously, Star Wars is like a, it, it's Disney, but it's like its own little thing. So like, I can see where they licensed out all Star Wars games, but I can't imagine them licensing out the entire Disney, especially a new property. There's no fucking way that counts as part of their thing, you know? It's got to be grandfathered, uh, grandfathered in to other properties or whoever owned the last game. Well, EA yeah. technically still have the rights to The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, they're, still, they're, doing that, they're still doing that tapped out game. Yeah. They? Oops. <laughs> well, fuck. I mean, but yeah, yeah. No. That, that's why I'm afraid that they're going to mess up if they ever do a Simpsons Hit and Run Part 2 or HD upgrade. Legacy edition. Speaking of Simpsons video games, I remember uh, the the crazy taxi ripoff. Uh, um, Road, Road Rage. Rage. Road Rage. Yeah. I like that one. Oh, I loved it. It was a Christmas present one year for me. That was Same. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was a beta version, like, released that was for E3, and uh, in the beta version, the game was cel-shaded. All the textures were designed to look like the cartoon, but apparently Matt Groening wanted the thing to look 3D as as 3D as possible, so they completely retextured the entire thing. And I kind of want to see Simpsons Road Rage re-release with the option of having, like, the uh, cartoon textures. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, honestly, there's been some, there was something I looked off about the textures in the uh, in the hit and run in Road Rage games. And I think it's just because they just turned off the cell shading. I like, thought they were like, they were influenced by that Halloween special, the one where he goes into 3D. <laughs> yeah, but they look very much like that. I'm I'm sure they use the like uh, the action figures as a model. Wait, wait, wait! Uh, Jumping back, that Halloween special where <laughs> uh, Homer was like in 3D was that really like super hella expensive? Possibly, probably. It must have like, been the 90s, wasn't it? So. Yeah. It was the 90s, and it looks like Pixar levels of animation, which was expensive at the time. So I'm assuming yes. It looks a lot better than reboot at the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think because I think they even make a joke where it goes like, "Oh, feels expensive" or something. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah and then not only not only that but he goes into the real world and his model looks better and well lit so i mean um i know that that uh, episode of the simpsons is attached to some lost media because uh around 1999 there was this thing called imax cyber world 3d and it was basically i actually saw this in person um me and my family went to vegas around 1999 and we went to an imax theater and they were playing cyber world 3d and they were bragging about like look it's this screen is six stories tall and they give us like these gigantic ass goggles that act as 3d glasses like these things just wrap around your head and we watched it, and it was just like a bunch of short film segments. Like, there, there was a, a clip from the movie Ants. There was the Simpsons 3D uh, Halloween episode and some other short films. 
and some of those are lost and this whole cyber world 3d is lost media but i was there i saw it in theaters and also i remember like me and my family our eyes were watery the rest of the day after we saw that so it was like like because it was so powerful like pretty much you, you cried I mean, I guess 3D wasn't, you know, ready yet, but it just irritated our eyes for the whole day. Yeah, it fucking melted your brains out, and that explains <laughs> why how you are today. Oh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of lost media, though, um, Larry, have you done like a lost media countdown for games or anything? Because that'd be a cool video. I'd love to see you do. You could probably find something super obscure. Oh, what you mean, games that were never released? Yeah. Games that were never released or games that were lost, but like initially released and then lost, like maybe PT, for instance, even though it's not lost media, really. Uh, well, I, I haven't done anything like that before because I sort of sort of other people have covered it, but uh, I could look into that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something. It might be something worth pursuing in the future. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I really wish that um, people managed to get PT on like a. The PC or something, or like an emulator or something like that. I mean, it would probably run terribly because it's it's PS4. But we need to preserve PT. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of a lot of those console-based downloadable games are disappearing. Like the Scott Pilgrim game, that's still oh. that's lost. I mean, I didn't really, really I, li like the game, but still, it's disappearing. I, I love that game. I haven't actually played it, but it looked really nice. It's so much fun. It, it looks, I mean, it's, it looks nice, but I hated how slow Scott Pilgrim walks by default. And, I mean, they, they they say that later on you get upgrades to walk faster, but, like, by default, he should walk a lot faster because it is painfully can, slow. Did you know you can run by double tapping the stick? I know, but still, it, by default, it just feels so super slow. And also the level goes on for, like, 15 minutes, the first level, though. Well, the demo level I played, it's like, oh, my God, just ended already. I'm tired of this. Oh. I thought you they, were, yeah. they were. They did announce they're going to do a patch for it that was uh, let you play the game online as oh. well, but they never done. They never released. It. No, they they did, and then oh. uh, the license expired, so it was literally just for a couple months you could play online, and then it ended. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, no, it, I was no wait, no, I was incorrect. It was drop in, drop out co op. That was it. It wasn't online. I don't think they did. They did all the DLC though for like they got Wall of Swells in there and knives. Who are like the only two characters that matter. So I posted on uh, Twitter a while ago about like how um, the Pizza Party podcast would make a good fighting game, and a bunch of people were like, "No, no, no, no! It would it would make a much better uh, Scott Pilgrim clone." I think I think so too. All of us in like Paul Robertson pixel art style would be so cute. I should commission that from yeah. him if I have five million dollars. Kickstarter. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yes, Larry. Kickstarter. That, we can add that to a list of yours in the future. Yeah. Well, I've. <laughs> I've already oh. done a big series of uh, Kickstarter games. With I, I know that's that's, that's what, what I was I'm afraid of. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to kickstart something and I'm going to fuck it up so bad somehow. Then, oh, that's alright. You can go on a future episode of mine. Oh. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then Larry, Larry pulls the top ten anime portrayals and like puts it on there. What the okay, fuck, okay. Larry? But legitimate, legitimately, Pan, if you were going to do a Kickstarter, be smart and actually do research about the thing instead of going, you know, I wouldn't mind $500,000. I'm going to make a comic book. That's that's how much that costs. Yeah. Well, actually, actually $500,000 for a comic book would be way, way too much money. and He could probably make a lot more than that. I mean, I'm already making a webcomic for free, so, you know. I'm, yeah, oh, although because, I could, like, say, hey, I'm doing physical copies. 
Well, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's physical, the business model. Yeah, th- yeah, physical copies like you can get like like a thousand dollars can get you a ton of copies. So you know, yeah, like five hundred five hundred thousand dollars would get you a shit ton of physical books. So that's like way astronomically. Comics are really cheap to make. You you underpay an artist and a writer, then you print it out. You offer you offer them payment in promotion. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. Whenever, whenever um, you see a Kickstarter for a comic and they break down the payment and you see payment for the artist, that's secretly an exposure. Most of it is going to the printing and the pocket of the person making it. So. Oh. Sad. Um, speaking, speaking of terrible like comic Kickstarters, does anybody remember pictures for sad children or pictures of sad children? What's that? I mentioned... I mentioned this off topic before in like call in different calls, but essentially this was a Kickstarter run by some webcomic person who literally had a huge mental breakdown and they took all the copies that were promised to um, backers and they uh, threw them in a fire and they say for every email I get for this book, I'm going to burn another copy. And I remember that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so basically this person and then they, this person went on an unhinged like Mel Gibson level rant about how the world is corrupt and how they don't know anybody anything for their money. <laughs> so they basically took they, they they didn't take the money and ran. They took the money and burned the the what was promised to them in a fire. Wow. All out of like all out of spite. So what was why like just oh, I know they're they, having I, a, a breakdown but oh, oh, I don't know. It literally, it literally, yeah, it was just a mental breakdown. They, they, their mind broke, and then somebody intervened and took the rest of the copies and they shipped them to whoever could. I, they, I don't, as far as I know, if somebody backed that Kickstarter and wants to clarify for me, I'd appreciate it. But, uh, I, I don't think anybody was compensated for their backing. Oh. And yeah, that person, that person, no, I, I, a, I believe some people got theirs. Well, yeah, no, but not everybody was. Like, people who backed it didn't get their money back. So, yeah, that person is a terrible human being, and I hope they get what's coming to them (laughs) for karmic retribution. But uh, somebody also said, no, 4-9 in the chat says, who remembers Officer Truffles and Miss Officer and Mr. Truffles? It had the worst name. The name did not roll off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. Literally, Never. okay, this is what it was. It was like a, there was a photo on Tumblr being shared around. It was like this uh, park ranger lady, and it was uh, a little baby bear standing on its legs. And it, and, it lo- and it looked like the officer was talking to the bear. Yeah. Like it was reading off a notepad to the bear. And, and some – Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And some people said, "Hey, let's uh, let's make a Kickstarter to make a, a cartoon out of this." And then the Kickstarter was came out, and there was a lot of weird, shady stuff going on. Like most of the money went to the merchandise and not the actual thing itself. And um, I don't know. I think they had Lollycon on their art, and then later that person was working on the show Villainous on Cartoon Network. The mm-hmm. I think so, something like that. And now everyone yeah, has like um, a, a hatred for villainous. Well, some people hate villainous just for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, th- who's the guy who uh, created Red and Stimpy? Oh, John, John Kay. Yeah, uh, he done a Kickstarter for um, an animated show about his childhood. Yeah, it's like called like, Hands Without Super- Labels. That's it. Yes. That's it. Yeah, that, that never sort of materialized. I mean, he he did do good and give everyone the the, the artwork. He oh promised, boy. But he's never actually sort of. John, come out with it. John Kay's crazy. Um, well, I mean, 
in all honesty, how often do Kickstarters actually like, especially with it comes to entertainment, how often do they actually like bring the thing that they they're supposed to deliver? It's uh, it's called harsh reality. That's what Kickstarter gave us a harsh reality. Things the, are expensive. I think the problem with the most the problem with most Kickstarters are that their scope is way too damn big, and they don't think to reel it back and do something a bit more realistic. Well, I mean. I I, Let, I personally think Kickstarter should be a, a class as gambling like loot crates. Now. Yeah, oh. I mean that's what I mean that's what it is. Is that you, because I mean you're 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 not investors because you're not educated enough to know what you're investing in because like people just like the concept, the idea. You just throw money at it and hope it comes out good. But rarely do you ever check the credentials of the people. We don't, you know, like it, anyone can come up with a cool idea, but if they have no like actual experience or any like evidence that they can create it. You're blindly trusting people. Even if they're really, really massive. Um, do you remember the uh, Kickstarter for a, uh, a sword, a virtual sword called Clang? No. no. Oh, that's basically. That yeah, it's basically is this really famous uh, writer, and he also got like all these big names to sort of back it. Uh, like, uh, what's his name from Valve? Um, Game Noel. Yes, him. Yeah, he he was in the video. Uh, basically, it was a like a virtual like basically like a virtual sword that you had well it's a physical sword that you could actually swing in real life and it will mimic your character's movements in the game and they they got like like two and a half million dollars from this and so like, like, and because everybody saw these big names and they thought oh it must be good then and it's cool, it's good what became of it Mm. Yeah, well we I think we all know not to trust Gabe Newell anymore. So oh. that's <laughs> Hey guys, uh Half-Life 3 is coming out over a decade and a half later. A Half-Life 3 writer has to come out and be like, Yeah. Well I'm um, not happening. Well they're they're, they're jumping they're no uh, they're jumping on the old band popularity bandwagon now. They've announced that um CSGO's gonna have its own battle royale mode soon. <laughs> so uh, Someone threw out so like Shovel Knight was really solid, uh, probably one of the best games to come out of Kickstarter to be honest. Uh, but someone said Ukulele had credentials with the game Stunk, which I'm just started playing and I I'm actually shocked about how unfun it actually is. Um, it did have credentials, but th- no one actually stopped to think maybe it's not the good guys from Rare. Yeah, that's that that's the thing that people oh. don't get. Like sometimes like. It's like oh, if it unless it's like the director or the lead level designer or whatever, unless unless it's that specific credential, it's pr- most likely probably not the person who made the game what it was. Right. And it was just a and it was just a bunch of team members who were like, "Hey, we can make a we can make a game. That'll be easy." And then they're like, "Oh, yeah." No. They thought they could pull an image comics, but they were wrong. Oh, I was gonna say was people are also missing Shantae, which well, was pretty okay yeah shantae was just really short but again that's also like it was expensive because there was a lot of hand-drawn animation in it and Mm -hmm. yeah but it wasn't as charming as the pixel stuff and honestly i thought pirate's curse was better i know i'm a big pirates person so like automatically it sounds better but uh not having to stop and like break the timing by dancing to turn into things Mm -hmm. i thought just pirate's curse was a lot better and the dlc where you get to play as risky boots for me, it was just much more engaging. Yeah. And I mean, I think most people don't get, and um, Larry, you can correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm kind of off base with this, but I, I think people just severely underestimate how expensive games are to make. Yeah. Like, mm. 
they um company like say EA Activision, et cetera, it's not that big a deal because like they, they grossly over exaggerate how expensive that shit is. Mm-hmm. And and then to sell like loot boxes and shit. But like making a game like on the scope of most of these Kickstarter projects, it's expensive. And like people people don't start out so big in scope, like we're gonna have we're gonna have like Mighty Number no. Nine, for instance, we're gonna have all these ports, we're gonna have all these modes, and it's all because of you guys. And like, if you if you thought about it, four million dollars was not even. It's a big amount to us, but for a game like with all that shit going on, it's not that much at all. And it was bound to hit issues mm, like immediately. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think of that at the time, but you know, looking back on it in hindsight, it's like yeah, they fuck they shot themselves in the foot from the start. Yeah. Uh, going back to John K., the creator Ren Stimpy, I just want to read this comment. It says, While I was in L.A., one of my teachers who worked at Starburns, the company behind Rick and Morty, told me about John K. Apparently, John, a man in his then late 30s, had an 18-year-old girlfriend who would sit on his lap as he spoon-fed her. She referred to him as, quote, Daddy. Thank you for that. I You've appreciate it. You've told this story before. Have I told on the podcast? So- so, so Larry, yes. do you have anything? To, do you have anything to add about gaming kickstarters and not whatever the fuck I was just told into my ears? Uh, well, not really. Um, I've never invested in the kickstarters because you hear all these horror stories and that, and they just frighten you away. Yeah, I wish that these companies would take a percentage for the royalties and put it into some sort of insurance thing. So, if somebody, if it does fail, people will get their money back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, they, they take a good ten percent of the royalties anyway, and they just profit off it. So and yeah, these video, yeah. these ones that take like two million dollars in, that's a two hundred thousand dollars profit from doing nothing. So they could Except at least hosting it on their website. Yeah, so they could at least invest some of that into uh, insurance for people, because otherwise, it's, you know, it's all too bad. You know, mm-hmm. you should have thought mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> it's your problem. Well, I mean, like you said, I think the site should be uh, considered gambling. Well, it is. It's, it is gambling. You're putting money in, not, and there's no guarantee that you'll get what you get. So that is legally gambling. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of stretching <laughs> things, you know. Oh, no, I just no not at all. Because I don't know. I, I feel like everything's going to be I considered think, gambling at some point. I think to a certain extent, um, I think gambling is. I, I don't think I don't think gambling is quite the appropriate term, but I don't think that's wrong either. It's sort it, of like it's in the same ballpark. It's in the same ballpark. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would agree with that for sure because sometimes you do get what you get. Like Mighty Number no. Nine promised classic Mega Man action, and we technically got that sort of. <laughs> and everyone was it guaranteed. wasn't good. It wasn't great, but it is what we were promised. They got the product. That the thing is, like, it's not a transaction. Like most people see it as, as in, like, if you give money, you're supposed to get a product back. But there is no legal obligation for any of the Kickstarters to give you the thing. They can always say, oh, well, it didn't go, you know, it messed up. Whoops. Sorry, no product. We quit. Um, which you see a lot. Like that Yogg's cast people when they did the game. Yeah. They got oh, yes. like two Still or finishes. three million. Mm. I just... <laughs> well, at least they I, ended I, up I in I keep a... hearing about that, and I've been meaning to watch um, Larry's video about it, but I haven't had the time yet. Well, I'm really, I'm going to watch that after this. I think. Yeah. I'll pull up. The, I'll pull it up right now. At least they ended up in uh, Sega All Stars Racing. Yo, that's all. <laughs> Look, that, that's that's yeah. something to aim for. Like, if they can make it onto a video game, maybe someday I can end up in a video game. Fuck yeah! You, you diffuse but Toe Jam and L in the game, but you put Yogg's cast in it. 
Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. like a crossover game. It's like if um, Smash Brothers decided to put uh, Fred in there. He's Fred. I, I want that now. I want as it. As long as he's target practice, I wouldn't mind. Oh, boy. No, no. If anyone's going to be in Smash Brothers, it's going to be Goku and SpongeBob. Yes. I want SpongeBob, unironically, to be in Smash because that would be hilarious. Please, Nintendo. Seeing, seeing SpongeBob get the shit kicked out of him by Bayonetta would fuck. <laughs> I mean, Nintendo has the power. They can do it. Something's gone wrong in the happy-go-lucky world of Nintendo. Introducing Super Smash Brothers, where all your favorite characters go toe-to-toe in one four-player star-studded slam fest. Only on Nintendo 64. I, th- I think the reason why it, um, uh Sakurai says it's impossible, quote unquote, isn't because like uh, from a technical standpoint, but from licensing. Yeah, because I'm sure Viacom licensing is probably a lot different than like just licensing a third party character in a game. Mm-hmm. Well, probably- in general, I think that Smash Bros. is supposed to be a game like a video game exclusive thing. I don't think they necessarily want like cartoons and video. No, movies. eventually they're going to. Well, didn't they have a Nickelodeon sort of Smash Brothers knockoff? Mm, or they ago? had one for Cartoon, Cartoon Network, Network, but oh, okay. yeah. I don't think I, I don't think they could ever do one for Nickelodeon because then you'd have like the Rugrats and you'd be beating them up, well, beating up a, a baby. Crossover game, didn't they? They never crossover. Yeah, yeah they, they, they had crossovers. Yeah, and there's a race. There's a Mario Kart game in the arcades, wasn't there? Yeah, there's yeah. three of them, I think. And, and- the last game they ever released under that license was Nicktoons Baseball. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. First, you just had like realistic baseball players alongside cartoon characters. But, but yeah. to be fair, Danica Patrick was in uh, Sonic and Sega All-Stars. So oh. She's my favorite Sega character. Yeah. <laughs> I, rem- I remember uh, this Archie comic artist, Tracy Artley, had to draw a tying comic for that. And seeing him draw Danica Patrick interacting with Sonic like in character was the best shit. I love I love stupid crazy crossovers like mm-hmm. that. Crossovers are my absolute favorite thing in the world. I said the worst thing for us in the UK, I had to google who she was because we had no clue who we had no idea who she was. Oh. Yeah, she, she she's a NASCAR racer. But I'm so, a, in the well, she drive the Daytona car. Yeah, she was, was mostly about? known for also uh GoDaddy commercials, uh, th- this website domain place where you buy website domains. Oh, I know, I know that. Yeah, they operate here. Yeah, I want to address something in the comments. Someone was talking about how uh, Splatoon had a SpongeBob Patrick crossover thing, where uh, one of the Splatfest you had to choose between who was your favorite character, SpongeBob or Patrick, which is clearly a tie-in, like a, a yeah. advertisement yeah. deal, also just like Transformers. Transformers. And, yeah. 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 So, like, that's completely different than having a permanent character appear in your fighting game forever versus, like, having this one-week promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they have the foresight to think, well, if we want to re-release this, even though they never re-release Smash Bros. games ever on other consoles, it's always a new one. Mm. They, they probably are thinking, like, oh, well, we'll have to pay a licensing fee and it's going to be expensive, etc. Yeah. But, but like I said, come to think of it, they really don't. They really don't like ever re-release Smash Bros. games. Like, bro- and when they and when they do, yeah, and they never price drop them either. So it's not like like bro- I think Brawl just recently got a price drop like a couple a year or two ago. <laughs> Brawl, uh, the one that's not even like in market anymore. Not even the no, good still, one, like Melee. It's still, it's still in market. 
it, I see, I've seen it in my Walmart, and it's like thirty dollars. So oh boy, that's a d- deal. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks for a, a near ten-year-old game, only Nintendo. Oh man, oh that. Here's something even worse. Um, I was looking up Marvel Ultimate Alliance, this crossover game from two thousand six. I love it, but the, the bundle for the two games, these ten-year-old games, are on the PlayStation Store for sixty bucks, full price. Thank you, thank you, Thanks, uh, Marvel. Thank you, Disney. Thank you, Activision. Yeah, just Activision and Disney together. Can I say oh, one man. more thing about Sean Kay as well? Oh, go ahead. Yes. Oh, what's up? Uh, did you know he had an anime game on the yeah, GameCube? I was going to ask you about that right now. Uh, <laughs> go, go, hyper grind. That's it, yes. Yeah. Do you know if he actually like personally worked on that or it was just some person from his studio? Uh, well, it says animation animation studio Spumco uh, contributed the character designs to the game. <laughs> yeah, because I want to know, like, somehow meet John Kay and say, hey, did you personally work on this or is it just some random intern or I don't know? I think he appears in the game. I'm not sure. I don't think so. <laughs> I would have known, but <laughs> I hope he does just, like, run over John Kay. That'd be nice. Oh, I just like how sort of random that is that he appears in, a, you know, he's done work for a Japanese video game. Really. Yeah, there there was a lot of weird cartoonish video games that came out around that era. Oh, they're just throwing it. They're just throwing anything against the wall back then, weren't they? Hoping yeah, I, I, I guess with the invention of cell shading, like everyone was like, "Hey, let's make a cartoon game," and none of them sold very well. And I'm I'm very disappointed in that. When will we get a panty and stocking video game? When will we get licensed video games again? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, like, with Disney buying Fox, they need to make, like, a, a good version of Disney Infinity and uh, bring in all the Fox properties, like Die Hard and uh, Aliens and Borat. Yeah, Spider- Spider-Man, is te- Spider-Man is coming out in 2018, and that's technically a licensed game, so... Did you see, there's a big argument on Facebook at the moment that, that people are complaining why Disney won't allow uh, the alien queen to be part of the Disney princess collection. <laughs> First of all, she's a queen. Yeah. You would have to have a regular she's xenomorph. A, Those are the princesses. Yeah. No, I want I want a Disney princess movie and like she has to fight the alien queen. Oh. And she's like, mom will let me go to the xenomorph prom. <laughs> okay, okay. So real talk though. Um... The Avengers, the fact that they they can bring in the X-Men and I really hate the Fantastic Four, but they're back. Doctor Doom's the only cool thing about them. Um, I think it's well, he, neat. he only got popular because he looks a bit like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like now that they can bring those characters into the MCU, I think that's really great since they're about to like retire a bunch of characters potentially in this new movie where I think everyone feels like what captain america and iron man are gonna die that's what everyone's kind of feeling they ain't gonna die like i remember no, watching civil war thinking is one of them gonna die and nobody died i was like this is i don't, a I don't yeah. think they're gonna I, I think a lot of them will die but i think captain america iron man will be like retired in universe so they can cameo in later movies oh whole mm-hmm. like the old Oh, God, can fuck off. He doesn't. Yeah. Hey, nobody bothers him anymore. He's like. <laughs> yeah, Hawk, Hawk, Hawkeye is irrelevant. He's definitely yeah. going to die. Diet Coke Green Arrow, yeah. So, Diet no. Coke Green Arrow, ouch. But, I, but do with love, them... I, love, I do love Green Arrow, though. He's basically like a cool Robin Hood. <laughs> but he still wears the like the silly spandex and tights and the stupid hat, and it still looks cool. And I'm like, I'm all for it. I love you, Green Arrow. Yeah. But what I was saying was, I think it's kind of cool to be able to bring those into the MCU as they're retiring a bunch of characters or guys are like contracts are running out. Because mm-hmm. that's would... the reason why people are thinking that Iron Man and Captain America are both going to um, be retired or killed off because the contracts for those actors are up. 
like after this movie, they don't, they're not contractually obligated to appear in anymore. Oh no. Well, they're, well, they're they're they can't it. get rid of Iron Man because he's like the Marvel Batman. I mean, they have to find some excuse how they can afford all these things. I, I, I kind of wonder if like Disney's going to be like, okay, uh, Hugh Jackman, uh, we need you again. Oh, he said no, didn't he? He said he's not going to be. He doesn't want to be Wolverine. You never know. Marvel. Like these actors say no, and then they come yeah. back. And yeah, Disney like, throws enough money at them. Yeah, you know? it's like hey. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be like a thing where they're gonna um, pass the mantle of the hero, like. Peter Parker went to, I mean, Spider-Man went to Miles Morales after Peter Parker died in the comics. So I'm willing to bet that there will be another Iron Man and like, it'll be just not Robert Downey Jr. Something like that, that like, that, like they're, they're definitely setting up Miles Morales to be in the Spider-Man uh, Sony thing. So, oh, oh, and, yeah. I, oh and, that, and that segues into the next bit of news. Yeah. Uh-huh. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, a new animated Spider-Man movie from Sony Pictures Animation, the, and it looks amazing. The first animated Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Was this the one that's going to be done by uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the Clone High guys? They're writing it, and it's being directed by, like, three people for some reason. Oh, oh boy. I yeah. don't like the fact they've lowered the frame rate, so it looks like stop motion. Yeah, it looks a I little weird. Yeah. Yeah. I know Tron, Le- Tron Uprising, the cartoon series, did the same thing. No, it just doesn't really, feel right. I love it. But, I love um, everything they. I love everything they did with it. It looks so different and cool. Yeah, because like everyone's stylization's neat. Everyone yeah. lost faith in uh, Sony Pictures Animation, and this trailer comes out, and it's like, whoa, this is not like any other CG film. Because I quite enjoyed that. I enjoyed the Smurfs movie they did recently. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I think he's talking about the. Um, the animated yeah, the, oh yeah, 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 I forgot that existed. Lost, that was, lost, lost village. Yeah, everyone kind of forgot about that. Well, isn't the Smurfs like way more popular in the UK or like um, Europe because that's where it was originated from? No, it's we, from France. Just, no, it, well, it's we're sort of quite separate from Europe. We don't re- we concentrate more on stuff from America rather than in Europe. Hmm. Uh, so, okay, uh, okay. if the Smurf, the Smurfs were popular here, but but it was because of the Hanna Barbera cartoon series rather than anything from Europe itself. So technically, it's the American Smurfs that were popular here uh, rather than the European one. I learned something today. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, we we like America more than Europe. Oh, <laughs> uh, but this I don't movie... want to get political, but that's how it is in sort of. It's, no, it's that... mainly because of a language thing as well, and <laughs> sort of a, we have a very similar cultures as well. So we're the loud, spunky uh, younger brother or sister, or whatever you want to count America as. We're the young sibling. Yeah, you have to love us. Yeah, I mean, with, with this uh, Spider-Man movie, uh, it looks like something that would be leaked online, and the, the, it would say like this was a test animation for an upcoming film that never happened, and, but it really is happening. It's so weird looking, but <laughs> it really is happening, and it's coming out next December, a year from now. It's amazing that they kept it quiet for so long. I mean, it's only a year to go. Normally, it's like a couple of years before they, when they announce something like this. Well, they announced <laughs> it before, but we haven't seen any footage until now. Oh, okay. Oh, and it's going to yeah, follow it, Miles Morales. Yeah, I, I like Miles Morales a lot more than Peter Parker. I, I just sort of like... Huh? It's because you've seen him so many times, you're sort of bored of Peter Parker. Yeah, Miles Morales feels a lot more different. Like, not just not just because, you know, the obvious, like, elephant in the room, but just because yeah. he, has a different, he has a different background and he has to, like, take the mantle of, like, a legend, which is, like, an underdog thing. And I love underdog stories so much. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of bummed that uh, Donald Glover's not voicing Miles. Since... <laughs> I, okay, I've actually wanted to mention this because I've literally been saving this in my head for weeks. But 
Poor Donald Glover. Oh. The, the only time he got to voice Miles Morales was in the worst Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. Rest in fucking pieces. Donald, I love you. I'm sorry they did this to you. Oh, but, but, hey, but if he's not in the soundtrack, I'm going to be pissed. But the, <laughs> the person who is voicing uh, Spider-Man in this movie is... Uh, uh, I forget his name, but he played Malcolm in the movie Dope, and he was on Incredible Crew, that guy. Yeah, and I told you that, so thanks for stealing my bit. Yeah, I, I mean, like... Well, I guess it's not James Corden for once. Oh, He's in. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I really like the visual styling and how they have, like, the comic book uh, Dither Dots, uh, um, half-tones. They have half-tones, like, showing the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I agree with the choppy animations a little off-putting at first. I'm, I wonder if, like, they'll change that because, like, I see a lot of people complaining about that, so I'm kind of worried. I'm also I'm, worried, I'd like... i frames a second. I wish they'd do that in animation, have a nice sort of super smooth thing because I'm so used to it in video games now. It just seems a bit weird when you look at a, a movie and it's, like, really low frame frame. Uh, well, what did you think of the Hobbit 48 frames per second? Uh... It does. It, it's different because it's live action. That feels a bit weird. Yeah. It does feel weird when it's live action, but a video game sort of uh, CG stuff, it's a more suited there. Yeah, because... Uh, okay, yeah. someone said Donald Glover's an old man, not a teenager. First of all, this is a voice role. Yeah. Second of all, have you heard his voice? He's still... He, he was playing a like a teenager in college and community like five years ago if not late earlier that's not an argument yeah, yeah what about yeah. Yard, that's yardley smith's entire career isn't it, really? <laughs> that's every voice actor's like career <laughs> i uh, i think I, I think donald i think donald glover would do a good job i really liked how he sounded um, Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, you know. Yeah. Do you know, I've, the cartoon being all, shit notwithstanding. All this time, I've had Danny Clover's f- face in my mind when you've been talking about Donald. <laughs> I just get <laughs> too confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for this. I, I'm I'm kind of worried. Like, are people gonna be like, why is there another Spider-Man franchise? They're already rebooting Spider-Man again. Why is he black now? What is this? I feel like that's gonna happen a lot. I I, I disagree. I don't. I think, yeah, I think I think if uh, I think if people liked the uh, Homecoming Spider-Man, they'll they have no problem with this. Yeah, but it's I liked like it. I liked it. I mean, it's yeah. like your average person's gonna think, wait, they're rebooting Spider-Man again, I, like the, for the fourth time. Like they're gonna think that. I think well, then, then honesty, it'll come down to marketing. Yeah, well, I, I don't. I think people have the ability to Google now. I know, but like your yeah. your average grandpa is just like another reboot. Well, not that's not the target demographic. Okay, fine. <laughs> Fuck grandpa. Okay, so um, having said that, though, uh, how do you think they're gonna um, handle this series? Like, do you think it'll be PG thirteen, or do you think they're gonna keep it PG? Or hmm. they I, are they trying to get as many people? as many bums on seats in cinemas aren't they with it so it's going to be pg-13 yeah pg-13 is the safe bet like you know i'm sure they can do that hopefully i I think i think pg-13 is like the new pg because kids still wind up going to these movies anyway yeah in the first iron man movie there's a graphic like surgery scene where tony stark is screaming in agony (laughs) so that's still got a pg-13 so you know maybe we can get blood in this movie yeah and like maybe somebody will die and you can still advertise uh pg-13 movies on kids channels yeah, and kids Probably. movies too. So, <laughs> and so no, no, the the new Frozen movie out, and Elsa singing "Let It Go," go see Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Like in the actual movie, she says that. Yeah, I remember when she said and, that. And then in front of the Frozen movie, they have a Frozen short, and then after the Frozen movie, they have another Frozen no. short. No. 
40 minutes of frozen shorts all together. I want Yeah, they need to let it go, don't they? Oh. Uh, bitch. Uh, no, but I feel like nobody would really care if they like had a like a thing with Olaf in the beginning of Coco saying, hey, this is Olaf, stick around for the movie to see my brand new short, and then the Coco plays. Nobody would care then, but... Olaf is a Jar Jar Binks of Frozen. Sure. People liked him in his original movie. Yeah. Olaf isn't really annoying to me. Like, he's just kind of, like, too happy-go-lucky. And I hate happy-go-lucky people. Especially the type who you know are just faking it. And then, like, when they have a bad day, they're literally the worst people to be around. Y'all know who I'm talking about. But um, you know somebody like that in life. I I don't know people. Yeah, we're talking about that person. Hey, I'm right here. We know them. We know them. Yeah, but um, I think I think everybody seems to forget the worst um, pre-movie short. So Which one? Angela Anaconda. Oh. So for the Digimon movie, fuck. For the, yeah, it's, oh. everybody's complaining about the Frozen short, saying it's awful, and I'm like, at least Angela no. Anaconda was like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's the big difference. I'd rather no watch one gives that. a shit about a, a shitty short in front of a movie. It's the fact that Olaf's whatever shitty adventure is 21 minutes long. Like, yeah. okay, uh, no one signed up for that. But to no. be fair, watching Angela Anaconda felt like you material. Who are those kids in the Angela Anaconda photos? Like, who are they? Yeah, yeah we were talking images, about most likely. Yeah, we were we were talking about that. Are those kids still alive today? Yeah, th- yeah, they look like a facial capture, and I'm wondering what's going on. Okay, is this true? Someone's like, remember when the Rescuers Down Under had a 31-minute Mickey Mouse short? Or how there's a 28-minute Winnie the Pooh short before the live-action movie in, in the 60s? God. Is that actually true? Yeah, that's yeah, true. It, but, but, short, shorts used to be a huge thing. Like the Superman shorts that are on Boomer. Yeah. Those were movie shorts. But it's like, but I don't have time like for that shit. Y'all, y'all are just impatient. Look, I got. Damn. Look, it's it's bad enough I had to sit through the end credits just to see some random reference to some comic book thing I don't know what the fuck it is, and now I had to sit through another twenty one minutes of some random thing I did not sign up for. Okay, so first gonna... of all, Pan, you should probably like. I, I don't know. I like actually sitting through the the, the actual credits of movies since I want to work on things I for a living, obligated. like be an animator. As respect, that's what I do. It's oh, like, Izzy, you're such you're such a good Samaritan. I, I heard in Japan people sit through the credits, even if there's nothing at the end, out of respect. I do that. The the theater doesn't like it. They're like, you know, there's nothing after this. I'm like, we know. It's like, let us have a dream. I totally believe that uh, Japanese people do that. They're mad. They're mad crazy about the respect thing. Yeah. I mean, like I I, I saw Justice League, and like the end credits was like. A lot better than the actual film. Did you um did you did you see somebody applaud to that too and he was the only person that clapped? Oh, okay. So when I went to see Justice League, uh there was like three people. Like this was like a week ago. That movie's been out for like three weeks already. No, no, even more than that, like eight, like almost two months by now. And um, there was, like, three people in the audience, and it felt so dead. It felt so lonely. And watching that movie just felt very isolating, like, wow. Oh, there's nothing. Oh, surely it's nice to have a whole theater to yourself sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Something about this just felt lonely. And this movie's just, like, so, eh. I mean, at least Man of Steel, that was a humongous fucking disaster. That it's like, what the fuck? But Justice League is just like, eh, that was safe. That was an okay movie. That was the basics of a movie. Yeah, it, w- it was. It was like a 
it was like a market tested to like a fine powder. Yeah, basically just, just like it's just plain, you know, vanilla. And, and what's weird about the movie is the movie feels oddly isolated. Like um, there's no there's hardly any people po- populating this world. Like um, there's a scene that takes place in the a park where Superman's statue is and uh, Superman's a recently dead hero. And there's nobody at this park except for like one cop car and the just league have a, an entire fight here. Like where's the people? And then later the final battle takes place in this, what looks like Chernobyl. Like they have that gigantic uh, Simpsons looking tower that, that smoke thingy, the nuclear plant. Mm-hmm. And like, apparently in this entire town, all there exists is this one family with a truck and maybe like 20 people in the background running away. And I'm like, was this done in reshoots? Was this town even populated? Because this looks, this town already looks destroyed and abandoned. Like I feel like they added this these this family here just to show the Justice League saving somebody. I think the reason why they did that is because of all the complaints from Man of Steel, where that basically 9/11 2.0 happened. <laughs> yeah, 9/11 <laughs> times 11. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. But yeah, yeah, was that place Chernobyl? Someone's like a Fedora Kaiju says, I'm pretty sure that was Chernobyl. Because did anyone else see Justice League? No. Okay. Yeah, don't bother. Did you see Justice League, Larry? I did not. No. I'm waiting for it to come on BitTorrent. I'm not going (laughs) to sit in the cinema. Right. We're not giving you money for your mistakes, DC. I just like. Was that town? I, I want to know the behind the scenes. Like, was that town at the end originally abandoned? Because it really does look like an abandoned town they saved, and there's just like random people living here for some reason. I didn't understand. Yeah. Um, we talked about the Spider-Man movie, but are we going to talk about the other Marvel announcement that happened what earlier happened? this week? Uh, they announced Marvel Rising, which is a animated series with up and coming superheroes like. I think Captain Marvel, who's been around for two decades. So, you know, she's new now because she's irrelevant. Uh, But the the big thing. Big hand girl. What's that? Was she the girl with the gigantic hands? The the little Muslim girl with the huge hands? No. No, not at all. Who's that girl then? I'm not sure, but I know it's not Captain Marvel. She got like stretchy powers, you know? Or is it Miss Marvel? I don't know. That that's Mrs. Incredible from the Incredibles. No, you know, that but movie. that one movie everybody's really excited about, but they shouldn't be because I said so. Shut up. But the big thing of the two is that they're bringing Ghost Spider, or AKA um, uh, Spider Gwen, is now getting part of this animated series, yeah. and uh, Squirrel Girl, who's mm-hmm. actually the strongest character in the Marvel cinematic universe, or just Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. She's beat Thanos. Yeah. By herself and Doctor Doom. She beat off Thanos, you say? That's really incredible. Really? Really? Um, I'm, I don't, I'm, look, I don't know these things. So, is this? I mean, uh, I know uh, Disney already has a, a, t- a superhero teen show, uh, Big Hero Six, the series on TV that premiered, and I've heard it was okay. I, I haven't watched it really. The animation looks really cheap. Yeah, it's like Flash animated, like. Uh, when it's, it's like, standing still, it looks nice, but in motion on Flash or Toon Boom, it doesn't look so good. It, yeah, it looks it looks rigged, and it looks like they keyed it incorrectly. I'm sure they didn't, but it just looks like they missed frames. Yeah. It literally looks like you're watching like a, a video 
temperature dropping. That's what it looks like. To <laughs> okay, me. it's like it's literally you 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 pause and it was like it's literally like you're watching a video. It's like yeah, that's every video ever. <laughs> well, yeah, but then I added the uh, asterisk, which clarified mm. my thoughts. So okay. you know, okay, yeah. And, but people can take the first part out of context, like they usually do. It's okay. Oh, finally some excitement. <laughs> Did we talk about the uh, Mario Illumination thing? Oh, we talked about yeah. that last podcast. Last but, uh, time? Okay. I barely remember anything. Oh, we, we got <laughs> I some... was drunk last time I was on this podcast. <laughs> I wish I was drunk every time I was on this podcast. Larry, do you have any faith in the Mario movie by Illumination? I th- I think they'd be better off making a Zelda movie over Mario. Personally. Did you did you see that one pilot? Well, not well that test footage of the Zelda movie by the Imagi Studios. Imagi, mm. yes, yeah, yeah. I put it on my channel years ago to make some money. So. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. You you fucking thief. I did. I've had, I've had enough avenue to buy myself an iPad. So. Really? Damn. <laughs> that was back when YouTube was like based on clicks rather than watch time. Yeah. Something Dude, like Larry, Imagi closed down, so it's... I know, because they were. I was speaking to them about doing an animation series myself with them as well. <laughs> it's oh really sad that, yes. like, Ima- I, I, I was thinking about this the other day, but I feel so bad for Imagi. Like, it, it felt like there was the a small studio that was trying to be... Trying to make action cartoons for theaters, and they just never took off, really. I quite like that Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, they had Ninja weird. Turtles, Astro Boy, and that was all they made, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the Ninja Turtles movie is a lot better than because I watched a Nostalgia Critics review of it way back when I was a wee little lad, mm-hmm. and I uh, he 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 like lambasted how awful this movie was, and I watched it, and I was like, it's pretty good. Yeah, a lot of people hated oh, that review. It. Well, I think I think there's a level of uh, they complain just because it's the character to moan in it rather than so it is unfair sometimes. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's I, kind of the problem with reviewers that do play a character sometimes. But uh, yeah, I sp- uh, a couple of ye- uh, years ago, I actually spoke to, uh, had a couple of speaking to them about uh, doing an animation thing on my uh, webcomic. Oh, I was just working well, on. Oh, you were ago. serious about Imagi? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you were joking. No, no, it's uh, the guy. Well, it's because uh, the guy uh, who who started it, he used to work for Madhouse, mm-hmm. and I became friends with him there, and we we're sort of working out possibly doing an animated series on my webcomic uh, called Natural Born Kittens. Hmm. And then yeah. you stole their trailer and made a ton of money off yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the amount of money they cost to buy an iPhone or iPad is what destroyed the company. Yeah, pretty yes. much. <laughs> that's, the economy's rough. Yeah, that's possible. I won't tell you how much I made from putting up the ending to Gears of War 3, then. <laughs> hey, you they motherfucker. They, they, also, uh, they also made Father of the Pride, which was an okay show. Oh, God. The, yeah, the, the Siegfried and Roy sitcom yeah, by DreamWorks. They had randomly a uh, donkey cameo. Yeah. Donkey. Oh, God. There was two Siegfried and Roy cartoons, surprisingly. Was that was this before or after he got eaten by a lion? Oh, uh, guys, remember the time that Nostalgia heard it made fun of Mako, um, Mako? Mako? Yeah, they got yeah. he got they got bloody Lynch for that, didn't they? And then it became yeah. a, a running gag later where he says, "I love Mako," and the floating Mako head appears. Well, didn't it, yeah. didn't he didn't he tell everyone he was dead before he actually did die as well? No, no, no. What he said was uh, in the Ninja Turtles review, he said that uh, Splinter, who was voiced by Mako. Um, sounded like he smoked uh, a shit ton of sm- cigarettes and then Mako died of lung cancer. Oh. <laughs> so it was like really bad taste just in general. Oh. 
To be fair, I don't think he knew. I didn't think he knew, but he could have like googled it. Nostalgic. No, I mean, like, do you normally like? Oh man, this character sounds awful. Google the voice actor to make sure they're still alive. That's not normally what you do. Yeah. No, like you you Google who? No, not like that. But you Google who the voice actor is. You know, like because he because he always he always usually has a caveat where he goes, "This person is played by blank." So you think he would Google Mako and like while he like looks at his Wikipedia page, oh, he died. You know for a fact he doesn't research the voice actors. He just remembers the ones he remembers. Yeah, I we guess. all do. Or the ones who talk to me on Twitter. Yeah, um, you, I mean, you would think you would think he would, but you know, I guess not. I was in, incorrect in my assumption. However, people have been saying in the chat multiple times about the Sly Cooper movie because they want me to talk about it because I love Sly Cooper. Uh, it's not a movie anymore. It's an animated series. It's being produced by Blockade. I don't know if uh, Rainmaker is still working on it. <laughs> what happened there then? What? Uh, so what happened was... Uh, Ratchet and Clank bombed. Well, not no, not that even. Uh, the Sly Cooper um, trailer was just test footage. It was like a proof of concept trailer. And it wasn't even originally planned to even come out ever. They didn't have a release date planned. It was just, hey, this is what it would look like. And it's going to come out this year. And uh, so they focused on Ratchet and Clank first because that was a more popular property, which is fair. Mm. <clears throat> but uh, Ratchet and Clank didn't do well for a multitude of reasons. And uh, it wound up only making $10 million. But for some reason, I'm still surprised that Sony outsourced that. They they put it under their PlayStation Originals banner, so they like wanted to make this a thing. Mm. Yet they outs- outsourced it to a different production company, a different animation studio, a different producer. So like, why? Why would you? Why would you shoot yourselves in the foot like that? I don't think the Ratchet and Clank movie or the Sly Cooper thing was bad because it was outsourced. And no, I know it's not because it was outsourced, but you think like Sony has a production company and an in-house animation studio. So why wouldn't, why would they get put them like put in the middleman to begin with? Because put, the video game property. Most movies. <laughs> well, I mean, it, logically speaking, video games don't do very well as movies and theaters. Like it's always a risk. So why would you put your big name company at risk by using the big studio for that when you could use say, uh, the Peanuts movie instead, which I think oh, was okay. Uncharted might be a great movie. I mean, it's just basically a modern day Indiana Jones. Yeah. Really. There is, is you say that, but they they've made uh, Peter Rabbit, so uh, you know, you know, I don't think I don't I I would I would take your word for it for any other studio except Sony Animation. They're the they're the exception to the rule because they will literally do anything. Well, they're gonna have to up their game now that Disney own Blue Sky. So. Oh yeah! <laughs> now we now they have no access to the movie Robots and Rio. Oh no! <laughs> All the classics and Ice Age. Did they make Ice Age? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god! They have Ice Age now. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Please kill me. Oh oh! Speaking of shitty animated movies, uh, okay, we have some news because uh, you guys remember the the 2016 classic film Norm of the North. Don't call it a classic. Shush. Oh yeah. Oh, no. uh, because my my friend Spo tried desperately to get me to see that, and I was like, absolutely fucking not. And he says, okay, but then you have to see the Emoji Movie, and I was like, fine. Uh, well, okay. Have you seen that um, that trailer for the Woody Woodpecker movie? Oh, that's actually a no. Mexican film or a Spaniard. Oh, okay. I don't know, Spanish film. and Brazil. It's from Brazil. Brazilian film, and they're dubbing it in America, I believe. 
that would explain why it's going straight to DVD. I think, I think they're dubbing and reshooting it, reshooting the live action bits. Hmm. I think. I don't know because I saw the the English trailer and it's the same footage as the uh, the um, okay. Brazilian thing. Then I am incorrect in that assumption, but um, I call him Woody Woodcucker. No, it, it's amazing how poorly composited he is on the because uh, the model itself looks fine. Hmm. I don't think it looks terrible, like the model itself, but the the like the shading and the compositing in the actual live action footage looks so bad. Well, I'm fed up with these CG movies where these cartoon characters go into the real world and interact with real humans, and that I think that's being done to death now. I mean, I, I wish, mean, I wish put it in their own worlds. It's not necessarily that same plotline. Woody Woodpecker is just an actual creature that exists in the real world in this context, but it's still the same basic shit. I thought that a Yogi Bear movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like that essentially. But uh, I just—it's just amazing to me because I was like appalled at how terrible like that compositing is because it literally looks like they filmed like Woody Woodpecker on like a green screen with lighting and then they're compositing it into a different light. Like it looks like he's being lit by a different light source. That's how bad it looks. They kind of just uh, put a filter over the screen to make it look like he's actually sort of there to a a level of degrees. Right. But the actual screenshots, uh, at least on Google, they actually, it doesn't look too bad. But I'm not seeing it in motion. Oh, you got to, you got to see it moving. Yeah. Yeah. You got to see it moving because then it looks off. Don't ruin this for me. No, that's actually, ruined. does anyone actually care about Woody Woodpecker? No. Well, considering nobody's touched it, the license for about 50 years, I think yeah. the world's moved on. Did you guys see the uh, the French um, Marsupalami movie? Oh, oh one of those? fuck. You know no one can even spell that. Marsupal <laughs> and Lamy. We don't know. It's not that hard. There was like a cartoon in a... I had a toy of that thing somehow for some reason years ago. I think it was from a Burger King thing. I don't know why we have a Marsupalami toy. I have one. Uh, mine's a envelope holder. They were like marsupialami's up in the air, and then his tail loops it around where you put envelopes to like divider. Hmm. It's really cute. I love it. Mm-hmm. I always used to put it back to back with bonkers over here, so I always got too confused. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too bad. I mean, but going but, back to Norma the North, uh, it turns out there's a Norma the North too, and it got leaked online. The whole movie? Yes, the whole <laughs> Norma oh the North. Oh my god, like, must be the most horrid movie since... Nobody even knew this existed until it was leaked. It was just like, oh, here's a whole movie, surprisingly out of nowhere. And apparently a third one is confirmed, so what a lot of people are thinking is that this second movie uh, is only 45 minutes long. They're gonna... Is this... Oh, I, I was gonna I, say, is it straight to yeah. DVD or something? I think what they're going to do is they're just going to make two 45-minute-long movies and release it as the Norma the North 2 and 3 bundle pack or something. Oh, down that with the Arthur, didn't they? The Arthur movies. Arthur. Arthur and the Invisimals. Oh, my God. I forgot <laughs> that existed. Oh. Norma the North Star. Oh, <laughs> Arthur and the Invisibles. Hang on. I need to... Need to cleanse myself, just like yeah. I remember this. That kid with the eraser head hair. Do you think Rob Schneider is going to come back for the Freddie Highmore? Freaking Rob Schneider has nothing better going on. Does speaking of Rob Schneider, does anybody remember the movie The Benchwarmers? Yep, I re- I like that movie. I I like that one. Yeah, I think I think it's just really embarrassing because they they try to portray like three grown men joining a little league as an inspiring thing. <laughs> yeah, Rob <laughs> Schneider is a little league. 
Oh, oh wait, wait. Going back to to um, Arthur and the Invisibles. Look up Arthur and the Invisibles Snoop Dogg because uh, Snoop Dogg was in that movie and he looks fucking. Yes, he was horrible. Here's a fuck. Well, here for us in the chat. Here's a fucking image of that crap in the general chat. <laughs> Which oh it looks like God. his fingers are chopped off and it's disturbing me. Yeah, it looks like barnacle fingers. Ugh. I mean, I don't. I for the longest time, I never knew what Snoop Dogg did. I, I I just assumed he was just some guy who shows up in cartoons. I never really understood what he did. What he did for how long though? Like, like uh, as a kid, like really young, <laughs> or like yesterday? I, look, <laughs> um, I guess since around like middle school, high school. I don't know. He did. I just thought he was a reference. A gift that you put over things. Oh, I know the perfect image for the podcast thing. Uh, Oda from One Piece drew Chopper and Snoop Dogg as like one person. What the fuck? I gotta find it for you, but it's hilarious. Speaking of One Piece, actually, uh, they announced details about the live action movie. It's very, very, uh, it's very minor details, but they were basically confirming it starting like at the beginning of the series in the East Blue arc. Oh, good. That's the best part. I, I know that sounds like, oh, that Nolan's so basic, but the fact that we got news is what's concerning me. Yeah, it's like, that's actually happening? Fuck. Yeah, so so production is still going on that, and I am terrified. So Why? There's nothing to be terrified about it. Look, if, if it sucks, it's going to be amazing. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying terrified in like a, in like a cheeky, tongue-in-cheek way. Like, oh, it's going to be scary bad, you know, like how... You know how internet reviewers would be like, yeah. this movie is so bad. People die watching it. Oh, speaking of, I have a crazy idea about uh, pertaining to internet reviewers. Okay. Um, I, I had this idea for my character, uh, Wavebird. She's a gamer who wants to be a YouTuber. Anyway, so essentially like this character. That's a great start. This character is playing like a video game and it's. They're making like a terrible video game review, like AVGN, like a ripoff, like irate gamer levels. And um, Wavebird says this game is so awful. I would rather eat. I would rather eat my own weight in diarrhea than play this game. And then some guy pops up and he says, "Okay, what? <laughs> we man, we came up with this fucking idea years ago. Yeah, I know, but I never told it publicly. And, oh my god. Okay. And so the guy says, "Okay." And Wavebird's like, what? You said you would rather eat your own weight in diarrhea than play this game. It's like, no, I didn't I didn't mean that. It's like, it's too late. You're gonna do it. You're gonna have to do it. And then they just hold Wavebird down and they just feed her a bunch of la Well this not Wavebird, just so cool. and, 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 and this could work for any why character. You, why are you sharing this with us? <laughs> they just <laughs> they just feed this character that could be any character you want to, to imagine it at laxatives and then they're just like it's like it's like the anger video game nerd when he shits in Bugs Bunny's face. Yeah, just like a constant stream of diarrhea. I, mi I miss I miss when the nerd used to take shit on things. God damn it, what, Larry! What does, I'm sorry, I'm Larry. Why does he do that anymore? You're you're the expert here. I don't know. It probably takes too much time to clear up after it. You get yeah. the you get a funnel with a hose, and then you attach the hose into the mouth, and then it's <laughs> okay. just like it. Go oh, he, someone quit. Oh, Nolan just quit. Oh, fuck! <laughs> you kicked me out of the stream. He made his own shit concoctions, though. Like, I remember when he shot on the Atari Jaguar. 
he said it like a toilet. Oh. That, that was that, that was like a fucking dough or something. Yeah. He he was really creative with how he made shit. It was in those. look, it's a it's a funny parody because like all this time, like all these reviewers say, I would rather do this than play this game, but now is someone act, actually doing this set <laughs> thing? You know. If you if you pay me, I'll animate that for you. <laughs> no I thanks. No. We don't need to see I that. I want that's, money, God. I want money, God. That's damn too it. much effort for something I don't want to look at. <laughs> You're a coward. Yeah, You're fake. You're a fakey girl. The implication is there, and it's just like, yeah, it's it's a, it's, a, it's subversive. You know, it's a deconstruction. Are we going to talk about that Big Eye movie? Big. Oh what? fuck! Battle Anal Eileta. Angel. Fuck off. I think you are someone very special. May you stay in the arms of the angels. I, I, love, I love how that game looks. I mean, I love how that movie looks. Okay, okay. Battle Aino Aelita, the, which looks like the Stop. sequel to Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Stop. It is okay. It's produced by James Cameron, which he's wanting to make this movie for thousands of years, and it's finally happening. And it's going to be directed by Robert Rodriguez. And I like the big. I, I'm a defender of the big eyes because I think it looks really fucking neato. I mean, it's uh, it's based on an anime that no that you that Americans have never heard of, and uh, I, I mean, I got it for Christmas one year on VHS. Cool, man. <laughs> it's like classic. It's quite good. How, how, yeah, it's quite the, good. It's quite good. Okay, so you might know this um, because I've heard um, like people talk about it. But are the big eyes in the actual like uh, anime like canon? Like, is that like a thing they point out? No, well, it's a typical anime girl, really. Uh, So it's just standard anime eyes, really. So he's decided to sort of emphasize on it. She looks like she's a weird sort of elfy bug thing. I mean, it's weird because like all the all the other cyborgs look normal, and she. She looks like a Pixar character. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I think the, I think what they should have done was uh, instead of making okay, so there's a new trailer for Battle Angel Aelita. Just look it up. Anyway, and there's there's this girl with gigantic eyes, and it looks weird, and everybody else looks normal. This cyborg human girl, and um, I think what they should have done was make her look like a porcelain doll or something. You know, like since porcelain or plastic is easier to making CG than a realistic human. Cause, well, I don't know their arms. Their arms look like that. Okay, yeah, but I, I feel like they yeah, should just make her a, look like a doll because, like, you know, plastic is easier to animate. And, and she, she just looked like a fucking doll. We just told you that. I know, I know but, like, <laughs> I know, hang on, hang on. Because, like, she no, looks no, like no. a fucking... Pan really wants to make the same point he's made a couple of different times in a bunch of different videos, talking about how, like, toys are easier to animate than a realistic skin. Basically... But, yeah, because I mean, like, she doesn't you. look real. You, like if she, was... you always say you you talk about this as if like you you, you discovered it. And no, it's like your I didn't discover. I'm just saying what they should do to <laughs> fix this God. bullshit fucking <laughs> terrible design choice. Like if they made her look like a doll, it's easier to animate, and she looked like she would be <laughs> really there. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> like she looks like she's really there instead of just being like a CG overlay from Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. You know, she just thought, she just need to look like a Final Fantasy Spirits Within overlay. Jesus Christ. You know, it, it would look like she was really there instead of just... Go a, go answer the door. Go answer an overlay, the door. you know? It looks stupid. It just looks so distracting. Ignoring Pan's bad taste. It's uncanny in the wrong ways. 
It's supposed to be uncanny. It's and uncanny in the wrong ways. That's the problem. She doesn't look like There's she's no really way there. to be uncanny in the right way. Uh, she like, like literally being uncanny. She doesn't look like a physical of... object within that world. She looks like she's just overlaid onto everyone else's real. Th I don't know. You know. I I mean like I I'm it's not inconsistent with the is what I mean. And I actually don't give a shit about the movie itself, but I'm sure it's gonna be one of those things where. Um, you watch it long enough, you're going to forget about it within the movie. Hopefully. Well, it's, a, it's, it's quite a good story. I mean, if you want me to explain it a little bit. Or... Go ahead. <laughs> please, Yeah, please do. I've actually been super curious about... Um, oh, basically, uh, there's uh, like uh, there's two classes in the world. There's uh, like the good one where people live up in the sky and have all the clean air and sort of posh stuff and everything uh, they don't need anymore, they throw it off the edge and there's like a big... You know, the whole world's a giant uh, got a trash yard. Uh, garbage you know dump and uh basically uh, he's he's a doctor who's down there and he finds her she's being discarded and he builds her back into a, a robot and uh, the story's about them going into fighting arenas and stuff oh that's the original plot anyway robot wars that, yes the, Actual. the uh the, the uh, nature thing the nature theme that you talked about sounds a lot like the lorax <laughs> Like the, the the Illumination movie where they have a clean air utopia and outside everything is fucking garbage. So basically, what um, what Larry is trying to say is that um, Battle Angel Alita is a adaptation of the Lorax from Illumination. Yeah. Or the other Illumination. Well, basically, the poor people live in the on the ground and the rich people live in the sky. Yeah, just like a the remake Jetsons we've always been asking for. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, I'm really excited uh, to see it, though. And I also, they're re-releasing the manga in, like, a deluxe hardback edition. The first volume's already out. The second one will be out this month, and then the final one will be out in mar March, just in time for my birthday. So I'm going to be getting those. I'm really excited to read them. I mean, I, I like how crazy the movie looks. That's what I'm excited for. So, I mean, I like that whatever that robot was, you know, those other robots, you know. Mm. It's like, this looks... I mean, I guess everyone's just, like, complaining about the eyes, but other than that, it looks cool. Oh, someone mentioned Danny DeVito, so that is not going to be our Pikachu. Oh, other news. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is going to be Pikachu in the Pikachu Pokemon detective movie, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, and it looks like the Detective Pikachu video game is getting ported over finally, or not ported over, but being like translated and brought over to the States and to uh, Europe. Uh, just in time for the fucking movie. Yeah. Mm. Erection I, Pikachu. No. But, uh, no. Is that all we have for news? I fucking hope so. <laughs> all right. So you guys want to get into some questions? Sure. sure. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, okay. Well, Larry said no, so I guess we're not going to do it. Larry, you're here by societal convention. You have no choice but to oh. answer the questions. Okay. Um, I have a question here in the chat. Um, Guru Larry, what's your address? Really? Yeah. What's your address? You got to answer. You got to. It's sure. part of the podcast. <laughs> well, I live in West London. Uh. uh <laughs> And no, he he specified street address or oh, okay. <laughs> or geographical coordinates. Oh man! Aww. By the Full way, branch on court. If anybody okay. has a question, well, be sure to leave your question in the YouTube comments of this YouTube video, and be sure to start um, out with the I, word "question" so it's easier to find. Yeah. Here's Full another. Team. Here's another question, uh, Guru Larry. Um, how long are you? How long? Yes. 
Which way? Uh, that, uh, yeah, no. That they just left to right or up and down. They just, they, just put, they, they just put a winky face at the end of the book. You have to answer, otherwise, uh, um, there's a sniper thirty feet outside your window. So. Uh, well, what, how tall am I? Is that what you're sure. You know, oh, they I'm, didn't specify. So I'm six. I'm six two. Uh, so I'm six yeah. four. So uh-huh, oh. Oh, Guru Larry and Guru Guru Larry Guru and Nolan fight each other on the side of the street. Who will win? <laughs> our, our first question from Sasha says says question. Hey Pan, how do you feel about Melly Martinez now? Next question. What did, what no, answer it. It's like, if Guru Larry has to, has to answer how tall he is by Nolan's weird I'm, questioning. You have to answer that one. I'm just like, what the fuck, Melanie Martinez. What did she do? Oh, uh, apparently she raped her friend. Allegedly. Oh, wow. Oh, Thanks, Melanie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next question. I mean, Thank uh, you for the loaded question, yes. And <laughs> also, she she put up, like, one of those official lawyer-friendly uh, apologies where it just sounds so vague. And it's like, will you just shut up and explain your side of the story? Because, like, there's two apologies, and they sort of contradict each other, because, like, one says this never happened, and the second said that did happen, but she never said no. So it's like, what is, what's the truth, Melanie? We're getting multiple people asking us, uh, what are your thoughts on Ready Player One? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I, I am excited for that fucking disaster. I want to see the cold. fucking sham that is. I, I don't want to look up at any trailers or images i just want to go in surprise like what the fuck's gonna be in this movie my only question is what what inspired steven spielberg to adapt masturbation the video game book into a movie money uh just let's look does he need it though i mean like i think spielberg was like do i have the power to put all these random characters together in one movie yes and yes, because I'm Steven Spielberg. Yeah, it's I like, made sharks and dinosaurs popular. Damn it! I mean, I who, can do video games. Who's distributing this movie? <laughs> Warner Brothers or who? Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, okay, they got because you saw Lego Batman. They got a ton of properties lying around. They can do whatever. Well, clearly, it should have been Disney the one doing this because Disney has everything. Yeah. yeah, damn. When do you think Disney will buy Warner Brothers? I mean, we need like Disney versus uh, Warner Brothers, and it's just like the X Men intro, where at the very end, cr- the end of the X Men intro, all the X Men and the the Brotherhood of the Mutants just run together, and then they they explode. Assuming there was like a suicide bomber in that in the X Men somewhere, and they just explode so hard that their molecules get rearranged into the X Men title screen. Pan breathe. Yeah. I love that. I love that intro thing. Like that's every cartoon intro from the '90s, where it was just two factions running at each other, and they explode and they form the title. You know. You know. Yeah, but Ready Player One—that's gonna be a mess, and it's gonna be amazing. Larry, what yeah. do you think of Ready Player One? Uh, what? I don't know. I mean, he—the guy who wrote it was in that um that Atari landfill movie. <laughs> Done, okay. And I don't know why. All he done was drive around in a DeLorean. For the angry video game nerd movie? No, no. For well, some no. reason, I, you, the way the way you phrased it, I, I thought it was that person in the Atari landfill. Like they found just some guy in a landfill writing <laughs> Ready Player One. No, he, he, yeah, he like gets up out of the landfill and everybody's just like, yeah. what, what are you doing? I fell in the landfill. I have an idea for a movie. No, but but if you if you look at excerpts from Ready Player One, this dude goes on multiple tirades about masturbation and how it's a primal human instinct. Oh, that's me. That's that's what I do. 
Yeah, yeah well, you can sit over there. Oh. But the thing is, uh, there's also a lot of like passive racism in it, <laughs> where 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 like uh, he'll where he'll have Japanese people like phonetically say like old turuman. Like he'll spell it out phonetically like that, Old and Turman. Japanese people are saying, "Okay, Oruturuman." You know, like how Japanese, like yeah. how English people would say it. Oh. But he actually does that, like unironically, and it's like Jesus, dude. <laughs> well, okay, I kind of assumed it was okay to do that. You know, is it, is it not? No, no. Instead of just having them say, like they wield katanas, and like it's literally just. He literally portrays Japanese people as like English weeaboos. That's how he portrays Japanese people in the book, apparently. Oh. And it's fucking terrifying. Look. <laughs> but, look. Like, like if Steven Spielberg does that for the adaptation, like people are going to get fucking pissed. Oh, yeah. Whatevs. They ain't going to do that. Maybe they will. Yeah. Um, so apparently someone asked about what do we th- think about the Minecraft movie and I just <laughs> learned that there's a Minecraft movie coming well, out. That's been announced forever but I don't know if they're really going to do that. Uh, it's well, apparently we... slated for 2019. <laughs> they say that about every movie. We don't know. Every movie ever has been slated for 2019. Yeah, it's like that, after that no other movies will be made. Um, I'm, I'm wondering what the Sonic movie is going to be like because that went to Paramount now. Oh, if that's going to be, he goes to the real world and becomes friends of some actor. Oh God, no! That's please, not a Sonic X movie. No, no, Sonic. Like Sonic realizes, wait, I'm not popular, so he has to go into the world and be oh. like, try to get popular kids again. It'll basically be Sonic Live, the comic that Ken Penders wrote. I, I, I think it'll be like the movie Ted, where Sonic is in the real world, world, and everyone's like, "Whoa, Sonic the Hedgehog's real!" And then after like 20, ten years, everyone's like, "Oh, there's Sonic." Fuck him. Which is oh, just like Sonic God. in real life. Well, I mean, I mean our life. How did we get to the subject of Sonic the Hedgehog? I don't know. We just It yeah, just happens. Just from video game movies. Just like we're talking about all these movies coming out and Sonic the Hedgehog comes out in 2019. Yee says, question, are you are you planning on doing another top five modern cartoon videos? I've been wanting to for a long time. Like, I need to cover OKKO OK and Big Mouth and all the other stuff that everybody hates, you know? I, I, I like it. Oh, everyone likes people like OKKO OK mostly, except you, Nolan. You just hate everything. Yeah, that's true. That's a fake you, you had a fucking. Ar- you had to start a fight with the creator of OKKO. OK yeah. I I mean I didn't start a fight. I just stated my opinion. Oh so. yeah. Hmm. If you ever need any advice. Uh, need any grounds of covering sort of obscure British animations as well. <laughs> Maybe. Have a word with me, because I've got some brilliant ones. I want to do it at one point. Yeah, because I remember you, you commented on my Google review. Guru Larry and Pan Pizza collab. Whoa. Ah. Uh, oh, God, my back. The magic <laughs> roundabout. I can't wait for the Guru Pizza. Oh, no. That's a fusion. Hey, um, Larry, how many times have people made reference to the Love Guru about your username? None. No one remembers that movie, no, Nolan. Why now? Well, I, I thought I only remember it because I remember people were super offended by it. That movie like, was really fucking upset. awful. I saw that in theaters. Yeah. That was the unfunniest movie I've seen since Norbit. I I remember seeing the movie, but I don't remember literally. Well, Mike Myers was so Mike Myers was so proud of that character. He thought it was going to be the next Austin Powers yeah, as well. Yeah. And then he went into hiding. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, we, he's basically in disguise on TV now as some game show host, the, the Gong Show. Mike Myers does not host the Gong Show. He's playing a character that's hosting the Gong Show. And in the commercials, the actual TV commercials, they say, and British stars something makes something makes his American debut, even though this, it's just a character he made up right here. Uh, next question. Love Guru is a piece of garbage. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Pan's reading the comments. No. It's like, I'm no. not answering Lup Lupusarian28 question. What is your favorite wedgie scene in an animation? That's the fetish. No. <laughs> no. Oh, speaking of weird fetish things, there's like a channel that messaged my old Steph Ray Bro account being like, do you know any clips of animations that involve boxing girls? I got that email too, yes. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I know who that is. I mean, I, I just said. No, it's not who you think it is. I, I just said no. I don't. I, I don't know. Here's a picture of my OC uh, Milky Mint in boxing attire. There you go. I got. I got just an a question in my Tumblr that says, "Why do you hate OKK when you get into a fight with you about it?" Thank you, Pam. Thank you. No, oh. I appreciate it. Whoops. He's not the only person um, creator I got into a fight show. Like I, um, oh I had a. Uh, I mean, I use fight very loosely. I, I don't like shit on them or get angry or anything like I used to with like the fucking uh, Adventure Time shit. But it was like uh, I was talking to Craig McCracken about uh, Blue's characterization. Mm -hmm. we, we we talked about that on Twitter back and forth for like a couple minutes, and I was like, I was like trying to argue that Blue was a douche. Yeah, but to be fair, everybody thinks that so. Blue's good douche. We can too. That was a Blue's Clues reference. Everybody, I, I want to formally apologize that I'm a contrarian asshole. I can't help being who I am. This is who it's I am. It's not a contrarian. Blue's, everyone hated Blue from, uh, like, everyone no, I talked I'm, I'm speaking in general when oh. I um, criticize creators, even no matter how civil I am about it. It's yeah. always people are like, you're an asshole. And I'm like, I know. It's okay. Yeah. You can think that. Do you get blocked often? Okay, uh, no, okay. actually, I don't. Um, anytime I get blocked, it's usually from, like, people who get offended on their behalf. Did so? I, I okay. Remember when you pissed off? I think Dan Harmon or your friend I blocked by him, but he never responded. I was just saying, wow. If I, if I, you can act like this on Twitter, I'll have no problem getting in the industry. And he straight up blocked me. Oh, okay. Because like, what happened he, he was, was this was whole during the whole Szechuan sauce McDonald's thing where uh, they. Uh, Dan Harmon, the creator of Rick and one of the creators of Rick and Morty, was like, "What the fuck, McDonald's? Why are they doing this without Rick and Morty?" And people are saying, "Well, they own the sauce; they can do it if they want to." It's like you don't own and, the sauce. Yeah, and Dan was Dan was blowing everybody's ass out, and like somebody like somebody PM'd me and was like, "Hey, look at how cool Dan's acting." And I thought that wasn't okay. So, in my true snarky fashion, like he was like literally assaulting people calling them I, he was calling them names i'm not going to say what names they were because i don't remember is it the other f word the no the tweets are out there but they were very very and i just basically said wow if you can act like this and still have a job i'll have no problem getting into the industry like as a joke hmm. and you know this is that's pretty, as sarcastic as you know a rick and morty episode would be but he still bought me for that instead of hiring me to write for it so you know <laughs> I guess I'm not getting into the industry after all. Damn. Like, I, I saw he replied. He did reply to you, but I guess you got blocked, so you couldn't see it. But he just said, this tweeting is a small part of the bigger thing or something like that. But, you know. Which goes uh, into another question, because somebody in the asked, can you draw porn and work in cartoons? 
And yes, you can. You just can't use your real name on it. Oh, well, I heard as long as you don't make it like your main thing, it should be fine. You know, you got to be known for other things, you know, just yeah, you got, yeah, Tim draw um, smut and he's OK. Everyone's OK with it. I love that people ask us industry questions as if we're authority on the industry. Look, this is as close as they got. Everyone else no, is too no, big. No, I, I know, but it's just like, why ask Pan Pizza, the guy who has 300,000 subscribers on YouTube, who has not worked on anything in the industry, these industry questions as if you're an authority on it? Look, because it's the reincarnation of Walt Disney and nobody knows about that. Look, <laughs> he's an authority on it. It's idiot. like a second opinion. Like, Absolutely hey. Right. If, if okay, if any of us talk about cartoons or video games and we have a large number of followers, that means we're professionals. That is the internet fact. Yeah. No, it, it's just. It, well, it, I think it's, it's because correct. you're a vocal for the audience, to so the the open internet, aren't you? Because a lot of these sort of animations and that they're very sort of closed off in their own sort of world, and you're yeah. very and you're like the you're like the public figure for a lot of them. Really. Yeah, and also, I know, but it's just really funny to me because like I think. At least in the last like month, you made a video where you're whining about how uh, you haven't been like hired yet or something. Oh, that's every uh, video. I know, I know, but it's just like to me, this is the heaven thing. Like, Pan is my hero. Pan is uh, a professional. That that's that's that like connected to them in their mind. It's relatable, yes. you know. We're all just like, why why would Cartoon Network hire me? How come my dick's broken? That, uh, notice me, senpai. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that that's something. Like, there's this uh, there's this YouTuber who's like. Why haven't these anime companies contacted me to promote them? Like, that's so stupid. And, and it's just like the, the, they're the last person that anybody would want to contact, which I just think is hilarious. Like, uh -huh. just, just the fact that a lot of people have such a huge sense of entitlement, like, because they have a small following online. And, I, and I'm not saying Pizza Party is Shut exempt up. from this because it totally is the Shut same up. case. Like, we're like me specifically too. people seem to think that like whenever i should talk to somebody i like, think i'm better than them and i'm not i only have like two thousand. well i am but you know i don't like to say it publicly. <laughs> but I'm, I'm still i'm still allowed to comment on it i'm still allowed to say like hey these people are being done so basically what i'm getting at is like just because you have a following online does not mean you have authority or any experience and like I, I think Pan has a little bit more than anybody else because he's actually like done projects and done work. Like he actually has done stuff that has a work pipeline. Whereas like other people are just like, I make videos. How much different could it be than making a cartoon? You know, the, a lot of people actually genuinely have that mind. It's kind of startling. Yeah, but look, <laughs> cartoon making's hard. It's different from video making, you know. Well, do you really honestly want to make cartoons? Like, I feel like you want to do more comic stuff okay truthfully i'm like hey if i could i'd be like hey uh here's a bunch of my characters uh do something with this yeah make so a story you're the idea guy shut up i, I got the design is, is he, is he, you seem to hate the idea guy quite a bit yeah. it's like no no it's it, the idea guy it's just it's very entertaining where it's like i don't want to do any of the actual work i just want to come up with the ideas and get all the credit it's it's really annoying like okay uh, like what you and, see in the video games like indie devs a lot of times where like people are like i have this idea it's like okay cool you get to stand behind the other people who know how to actually do shit <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean i don't think pan's trying to claim credit it's just like i came up with the idea and it's he's not like george like i did everything george lucas yeah and, but um, back to my previous point real quick. Tofu Stirfry says Izzy is a professional animator. And yeah, I know that. That's why I didn't include her in my rant. 
because she's obviously already a professional. So. Yeah, she's done things. She knows I, what she's talking about. I'm still bummed I can't talk about that one show I worked on. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, Steven Universe uh, 2.0, the sequel to Steven Universe that's coming out? Yeah, one of those Steven Shout Universe ripoffs. Yeah, she worked on it or not. It's not yeah, even a Steven Universe um, ripoff, really. Oh, yeah. Didn't you also work on Alan Gregory 2? Wow. <laughs> I hate you so much, Nolan. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, also, Izzy worked on Neon Genesis Evangelion way back in 1995. Oh, man. Which is crazy to me. Izzy, what was it like working on Evangelion? Uh, it was uh, lots lots of drunken nights, really. Yeah? Yeah. Did you, did you come up with the scene where he masturbates over her when she's unconscious? Yeah, did you do that? That's my <laughs> oh, signature. Yeah. Izzy <laughs> beats that off me. <laughs> No, um, if you look if you look closely at Shinji's hand as the cum is cascading down it, you can see Izzy wrote her name in the cum. <laughs> yeah, just like just like Matt Groening with the M and G on Homer's uh, head. It's it's just like there, but would come. Yeah, no, um, except with Matt Groening, he literally will just write his signature over every still frame of The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> even if he even if it was a Korean studio that animated it, even if he didn't storyboard it, his name is still there. It's like blood. It's like blood gert. It's like bloody gert. You know, it's like faint and in the oh. background you can't see it. Oh, that, the next. This reminds me. The next video is going to be a uh, four best or worst Christmas specials. This is basically four separate reviews I just meshed together since it's like, well, this will be easier because they're too short. But anyway, uh, one of them is all of the other reindeer. Uh, remember that, which is pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found it in a bargain bin because I, oh, because it's because it had on the top, it had on the front of the box um, from the makers of the Simpsons. Yeah, thought, oh, Matt Groening produced good. it, and there's a lot of like yeah. sound cues and voice actor. Well, one voice, several voice actors from Futurama and the Simpsons in there, because it does have some DNA shared with it. But uh, I like I, it in the making of documentary. It's on YouTube. Uh, it has one of the few times I've seen an interview with Matt Groening where he doesn't look like he wants to die. <laughs> it uh the artwork always remind me of uh Parappa the rapper yeah pretty much it was like the the, the entire thing it looks 2d but it, the whole thing was 3d i mean if it was made today it would have been easier to do on flash animation yeah like basically they animated it like south park by having everything on like uh planes yeah like flat planes but the the world ex itself is in a 3d yeah, world but the, some of the character mm -hmm. assets are in 3d i love all yeah. of though do you guys not? I mean, oh yeah, I, like, I, I haven't yeah. seen it. It's it's like the the scary godmother of Christmas. Basically, yeah, it aired on Cartoon Network for like a billion years, and then they stopped airing it for some reason. Was it wasn't it made by Fox? Oh uh, yeah, Fox and like, hang on, was that, that one studio at the end of Futurama with the water? You know that studio. <laughs> That's it. That's the studio. Bloop bloop. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah, <laughs> they're the. Oh, oh, wait! It was also by DNA Productions, the guys who made Jimmy Neutron before Jimmy Neutron. Hi, hi I'm Paul. That the, that yep, one. That one. Nice. I like how we refer to the studios with the sound bites. Like that's here, what this one is. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made this. That's a good show. <laughs> sit, boo boo. Sit, good boy. I made this. Uh, move your head. <laughs> Shh. Boom, 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 boom. All right, guys. We ever make an animation studio together, we have to name it something that also sounds like a sound effect, so that people yeah. are with a podcast twenty years after we were debunked. <laughs> <laughs>
They'll get the name right. It's going to be embarrassing. Oh. You spent all this money uh, building up your reputation as a, a well-leading animation student. Anyone can remember your name is from the noise you make at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been spending my the past couple of years tearing down my reputation, so there's nowhere to go from here. So. Uh, I mean, like, if if we ever do make a cartoon and it's horrible, we could never show our faces again as internet people. Some of us don't even show our the, face. That's the thing, though. That's the thing. Everybody who makes, like, every critic who decides I'm going to make a movie, it winds up awful. Like, they just still go back to doing the critic thing anyway. So, yeah. it's like, yeah, that's true. I'm popular. I can do whatever I want. Hey, hey the it's, one exception. Is that the anger video game nerd? He sucked in his own movie, but then he made that really awesome Halloween like mini series oh, thing that went on. The, the, the shorts, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like everything this uh, angry video game nerd movie should have been. Which one, dead or it the better? Been about Poly- it should have been about Polybius, honestly. That would have been cool. Are you referring to dead or the better? His short film. No, no. Refer- he did a um, mini series about Poly- the Polybius cabinet. Oh yeah, or, yeah, uh, one, yeah. Yeah, and that then was he, really like, good. It was super good. I, I think it aired like in parts, as if like it was like real time. Yeah, yeah. It and was then, like a found footage. It was like a decent found footage. Short yeah, time. and then he re-uploaded it all as like a regular nerd episode or something. That's how I saw it. Was it bunched together? And it was just, it was just super good. <laughs> it was really nice. What we need to do is make a cartoon, and it's gonna end up garbage. But um, there there will be a, a huge fan base after that, and I'll be like Butch Hartman, and I'll say, "Here's what the characters are doing ten years from now." And I draw that. Yeah. Wouldn't like half your characters like commit a depressional suicide? <laughs> no, they're okay. Yeah, I do have a lot of angry characters, but you know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, net. My friend Nesca brought it up. She, she said that why are all your female characters assholes and all your guy characters submissive little bitches? What's what's the deal with that? Psychological. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I know my place. Look, <laughs> if Wonder Woman could be created out of a fetish and be a a, a, a positive female icon, then surely my fetish characters could. Yeah, be. That took decades, though. That's yeah. Shit. That's not even remotely close. Oh, you, like, well, I'm, like I'm working Wonder, to it. You know, the Rome wasn't built in a day. With with Wonder Woman, she literally had to like be like re like torn down and rebuilt as a feminist icon. Okay. And even now she still has issues. Okay, well, I'm sure somebody will take my ideas and make a much better version. That's what I'm kind of hoping for, you know. So you're basically hoping everybody else will do. All right. Okay. Pizza that's party what Rob Liefeld did when fans. he created Deadpool. Fans of the Pizza Party Podcast, this is an open call. Take Pan's characters and make them good. Yes. Basically, yeah. 34. Make like a, yeah, it's like an expanded <laughs> universe. or Well, I mean, like an alternate dimensional universe. You know, do that. It's kind of. Yeah. I do it. Make, make the, streamline the plot. Make it, make sense out of it, you know? Yeah. Just. I fully encourage people to do this. Although if you make money off it, give me money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to him. That, that, reminds, you do that all reminds the hard reminds me about... Sorry, go ahead, Larry. I said, you do all the hard work making it good, and I'll profit off it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> just give me a... It's like a licensing thing. Just like, hey, give me a... Just give me, like, 10% of what you make, or whatever. Not if they're doing all the hard work. Well, it's like they're making their own version, and they can still make money, you know? They can still sell shirts. All you do is, like, change the names, and it's fine. Shit, No. No, they this really remi- this reminds me of how uh, my community college works, where um, 
we make our own short. I actually, I recently made a Christmas short film called the Nolan and Sam Christmas special. Uh, link in the description, Pan. Yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, I was told by my teacher that it's a joint ownership. So even though me and my classmate did all the work, because we use the school's uh, equipment, it's partially theirs. So if we wanted to sell and make money off it, like the school could also potentially do that as well. Damn. So, yeah. So Shit. that's kind of what that's kind of what Pan is doing right now. It's like, hey, I kind of came up with the idea, but if you do all the work, I get partially the credit. Look, and I want I'm setting money. up a, an established universe that you can like make a reinterpretation from. So you know, you know. I created the groundwork so you all can like yeah. make your reboot or re reinterpretation where it's like an alternate version and it's steampunk or something stupid. Take I the characters, just... make them good, recolor them different colors, change their names, and you're golden. Uh, okay, well, keep the names and just like you know, make, just reinterpret them. It'll look cool, you know. I, I like, I like, I just like seeing Batman in different eras and stuff, you know. Just like here's Batman in this in 1995 or whatever, and here's this Batman, you know. That's what I like. Yeah. Or, or in other words, just make all the characters into <laughs> into golf girls. Yeah. Pretty much <laughs> an all goth universe. I had this idea for like a Pokemon game, but all goths, no Pokemon. Well, there's already a Pokemon game like that, except it's not goth. It's like Jinka. The fuck? What's that? Well, Which lollies. are just basically anthropomorphized like lolly girls as Pokemon. Oh, that sounds illegal. It It is legal, I guess, because it's still around, I think. Oh, no. Damn. Oops. Question, uh, Sharka121 says, question, have you heard Dan Schneider is making an animated series? I believe, I think it's based off that Thunderman sitcom where it's some cheap-ass superheroes who don't do anything heroic. And it's a cartoon now, I guess. I And I think we can all um, expect feet to be prominent. Hey, that. yeah, because there'll probably be a scene where, like, the superheroes get tied up and then, like, they, they get tortured by being tickled or something by their feet. Yeah, the, the villain is like, who who is voiced by Dan Schneider? Of course, will yeah. be like, I'm going to tickle your feet, and then they're like, Oh no! Yeah. And then like behind the scenes, Dan Schneider has like five arms, and he's tickling all of the voice actors like, oh. with all of his gangly limbs. Yeah, they're they're shooting for authenticity, you know. Yes. And then um and then uh like a bunch of kid actors will come and step out and say, I felt very uncomfortable making this. <laughs> Especially mm. when he's like pouring ketchup on my toes. Oh man! Yes. <laughs> I, I, okay, I have to wonder, like, if I ever make a cartoon, uh, would people be weirded out that I make so many goth characters in the cartoon? Yes. I draw people. I draw people wrapped all the time, and I, people have just come to accept it. So you know, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. Cause I'm Speaking like... of the wrap thing, I drew Nolan a wrapped uh, Homer for Christmas. You sure did. And and I posted on social media. I didn't specify who because I figured everyone know exactly who I drew it for. But oh my god, does everyone leave comments about how? Oh, is this for Nolan? Mm. I know who this one's for. Uh. Oh, um, I was gonna say Larry had a question, but it was already asked him. It was a Nintendo oh. thing. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, I'm feeling lonely here. Well, we asked you. I asked you. You two. You asked me how long I was. I mean, <laughs> is this a sort of the level of thought-provoking question? Okay, yeah. Going to this people, people in the chat, ask a question. Ask a couple questions for Larry. Yeah, Larry. <laughs> who are you? Yeah, what the fuck, what Larry? What are you doing on Pan's podcast? 
Uh, <laughs> Larry, what, what, what was the deal with that TV show you were on in Britain? The, 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 the game review show or something with Wes? Uh, I, was, I was on a couple of gaming shows. I was on uh, Wes and Larry's Top Tens. Was that like uh, a, a, its own TV show? Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, it did, yes. Um, I was on one called Review Mageddon, which was mm-hmm. a review show, and also done the Retro Corner. I, well. I, this reminds me, uh, over in America here, uh, Disney XD uh, started, pl- for the summer, had this, like, video game block, t- Disney DXP, and all they had was, like, IGN The Show, which was just uh, re-uploads of their YouTube videos on on TV, and then it was just a bunch of other random Let's Players getting a TV series, and it was all terrible, I think. Oh, and then just random he- Overwatch matches, just... Uh, in tournaments and it was like why are we watching this why does any kid want to see this i don't know why anybody want to watch esports on television i have no (laughs) idea there's larry larry's getting a ton of good questions actually now um oh hoop refine well actually uh i'll ask these couple first will you be the replacement jim (laughs) people really Uh. people want you to be a regular apparently oh bless him thank you i don't know Uh, (laughs) i I don't talk to you (laughs) Not having him on my podcast. Oh, he's annoying. He's terrible. All those awkward pauses. Uh, no, you're really good so far, I think. Oh, thank you. Um, also, people are asking about the Peter Molyneux running joke. Like, how did that start? Why did you? Keep, why have you kept it going for every video? Uh, oh, I just, I just thought it was funny, really. But, what, think... so, but like, what was like the? the I, I don't know much about Peter Molyneux other than he made the Fable games. So, like, what has he done that's drawn your ear? Well, basically, he he keeps making all these promises that this his next game is going to be like brilliant. It's going to have all these amazing things in them. They never appear in them. And then when they make sequel, he says the last game was terrible, and they're promising to be in this one. So he's like, yeah, he <laughs> shits on his last game for not putting them in, and then comes on. So he keeps lying and lying over the uh-huh. over the. Well, I don't know if he's lying. He's or ambitious. Yes, but uh, he done a Kickstarter uh, for. A, <laughs> And uh, basically, when it involves real people's money, that's when uh, sort of uh, he bit off more than he could chew, and that's when he sort of fell from grace. Mm-hmm. It was all right, uh, you know, pissing away uh, investors' money and that, and these big companies who can afford it. But if it's personal money from, you know, fans and that, that's, you know, oh. that's when it. I, I just lies. remembered, um, didn't he have some game where it was like basically like an iPhone game? It was like a cube, and everyone like. Cube. Yeah. Everyone like slowly chips away at the cube, and the last person won some prize to be like a god in a video game or something. He, he, he the prize. He said it was life changing prize. That what it was was he would gain two percent of the uh, profits from the game for two uh, for a year. So uh, he was expecting to it to make millions and that. So we would be quite a bit of money. But since it, it was never released, he not got a penny. So the game guy. never they came stopped. out. It's cancelled. <laughs> well, it did come out, but the multiplayer mode that would make the money uh, was never implemented. What the fuck? Oh, no. So, yeah, some basically got screwed over. And then, wow. Uh, they, you bastard. And then they stopped replying to his emails after a while. Oh, so, um, I, I really should do a video on this, actually. Anyhow, he's a... He's Please a, do it. In, in, <laughs> so a sort of a consideration, um, consolidation prize of um, not getting the millions of pounds he was owed. Uh, he got a couple of t- uh, T-shirts and posters instead. You right. need, you should you should just do a big Peter Molyneux video. I am, just, I am. Basically, that, I, go ahead. Uh, basically, the plan was I was going to do a uh, five times Peter Molyneux was an arsehole video, sort of a follow up to Shigeru Miyamoto one, a sort of end 
uh, sort of put a lot wow. into this. Uh, Instead of five, it should be ten. Yeah, well, yeah, be and, then, and, no, and then the other five are just completely made up things. Like he kicked a puppy, and he like, <laughs> he, like he like ate food in front of starving yeah, African he, children, etc. He, et he lured like, children. He lured children into a gingerbread house and then ate them. And that actually, that actually uh, answered uh, somebody's question: Are what are your plans for 2018 to an extent? Do you have any other things for planning? I have, yes. Uh, I'm going to be doing a partially animated show uh, about retro gaming as mm -hmm. well. That's going to be coming up. Uh, I've got a couple of big names doing it. Um, speak, speak to the Living Tombstone about doing the music uh -huh. for it. So, so. Oh, dude, is he going to do the Discord remix for it? <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's> always, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm going to speak. Uh, going to be doing a partially animated thing. I'm thinking about doing some sort of um, rise and fall videos as well. I've always awesome. wanted to do. A, uh, I want to do a video on about the Beanie Babies as well because uh, oh god, that's sort of how they fell from grace in it. Because it's here's an incredibly messed up story that is. Ty Warner, <laughs> Ty Warner's really screwed. He won't go out of the woman unless his dad has uh, his father has dated her first. What? So, oh, what? Yeah, the... he's got that's really like, weird. That's... That's the worst teaser I've ever heard. Holy shit. He's got punk. really weird kinks like that, and he's also addicted to um, sort of plastic surgery. He looks like Bruce Campbell in Escape from L.A. You know, he's oh a <laughs> Bruce Campbell in Escape from L. Wait, hang on. Was he in that movie? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was the end. The guy who does all the plastic surgery. Oh, it's... <laughs> he's, only, he's only in it for like five minutes. Oh. Do you know? Do you know anything about webkins? Because that 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 kind of ties into. I don't. If, oh. you, if you look at the, uh, if you you need to check out the Beanie Babies website sometime. It looks like it's from 1996. I, I wouldn't be surprised. He's refused yeah, to pay yeah. anybody to uh, update it, so it looks it's in this little, tiny little boxed window from when everybody had like 480p monitors. Oh boy! And, that reminds yeah. me of the like uh, Space Jam and Calamity Jane website. Is Calamity Jane still up? I think so. I think the domain expires 2020. Okay, so. Um, the Climate Jane website, the uh, Space Jam website, and the Beanie Babies website are the holy trifecta of these oh. websites that are still alive. Yeah. There used to be a Titan AE website as well. Oh, boy. Uh, but, uh, but that um, Will Smith movie took the light, the domain. Oh. Afteraf.com. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. So, For fucking, yeah. after, was it After Earth? Was it? After Earth, uh, yeah, but after yeah, they're Earth, more like after Titan AE. Yeah, Titan AE. Yeah, did you keep the Titan AE name? Come on, I you know. have Titan there that separates it. That, I like that movie. Yeah. I don't know why everybody. I really wish they would try and go for proper adult animation. Yeah, in the West. there's always this weird mentality. So it's still for kids, even though it's not. Everybody's grown up with it, and everybody sort of watches anime and stuff like that. Now, I really wish they could do sort of anime I, i'm stuff. hoping for that from like spider-man uh the, the, that, that new spider-man movie i know it's pg-13 but still that's a step up from the usual mm. yeah but any other questions i think we can end on this one question if pan from who now one two three pan if you were ever to get a proper job in animation would you end the podcast or put it on a hiatus end it I mean, we like, well, I mean, podcasts are fairly easy to do, so maybe. I mean, well, yeah, I, I don't know what, what I'd be doing. Fuck but... your friends, go for, live for the dream. You know, who knows? <laughs> so, so that's the end of the Pizza Party podcast, possibly forever. Like, because fuck y'all, I'm making a cartoon. Yeah, I wish. I like to. I like to think. Uh, if I, I texted Pam, like, congratulations on the show, man. It just says red nine fifty seven p.m never seen again i hate i hate the iphone telling you something's red it's like look man i i i don't want to i don't feel like replying right now okay but don't feel bad and that's why i hate the red 
9 a.m., you know. Hey, let me ask y'all people something. Have you ever fucked Peter Molyneux to death? Talk about going out with the bang, people. You know, is this the end of the podcast? People got upset that I called him Baldilocks once. Baldilocks? Yeah. That's a contradiction. That, that's actually really clever, um, Larry. <laughs> I really admire you for doing that. Thank you. Well, I wish you were there to defend me in the comments. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I only found your videos, like, uh, less than a year ago. Ah. Oh. I legitimately only know you as the guy who comments on everything. <laughs> but I've never watched his videos. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, Guru Larry is our guest, and we're just going to spend the rest of the episode, like the, the finale of the episode, roasting him. Oh. That's, that's that's cheeky. I do want to mention a comment that just popped up was the F the FV guy. So we have to prevent Pan from getting a job in order the, for the podcast to go on. No, I mean honestly, okay. look. Uh, um, maybe it's possible to keep the podcast going and have a job at Cartoon Network. I'm not sure. I don't. There's Depends some... how much Patreon money I receive. Yeah, I mean, like realistically, <laughs> if if I do get a job, part of me is like, okay, if this cartoon fails, I got my YouTube thing to back me up. So you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa! And then every all the whoa. other animator, I'll tell all the animators like, look, uh, if this fails, uh, you're all screwed. But I, I got my YouTube, so sorry. Us. Nah. Wait, 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 wait! If if the YouTube thing fails, you have the cartoon. No, thing no, no! If the if the cartoon on, fails, back on. if the cartoon fails, you I still got YouTube. I had a student once in one of my classes who was like, "Well, I want to work at Pixar, but I'll be okay with DreamWorks." <laughs> like, 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 as if like they're guaranteed a job to the point where they <laughs> they get to pick and choose which studio they work for. Yeah. Worst student I've ever had. Oh, <laughs> I uh, it, it reminds me of like how every friend of painting got six thousand dollars for per video on Patreon, and then like they didn't make videos for over a year, and then they're like, oh yeah, we were gonna make a finale video, but we're just gonna release the script online. That's fine, right? <sighs> Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to make the videos anymore, that's fine. But you think you couldn't put in the effort, like, to just you know make a finale to like one of the most iconic youtube channels of all time i mean is it really that oh well, i don't know if it's that iconic like if you were to say hey you know, i mean you know it's not i mean it's memorable <laughs> but i wouldn't say iconic as like yeah that's youtube I, I would say crazy frogs more iconic really well i mean i like iconic as in if somebody was to say does anybody know like any on filming literally everybody immediately says oh yeah yeah painting. true that's what i mean by iconic but you know he doesn't have like and, a and like, and I, he needs a shitty mascot yeah i wanted to say yeah i wanted to say like for a while like i i respect all they've done and i understand if they don't want to make videos anymore but like the fact that they just couldn't like bother to like like drudge up the motivation to make a finale video just just for the fans like just seems not even like a vlog even they just released the script it's like that's 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 kind of weak. That that's mean. Hmm. Yeah. I I mean, again, I'm not saying they're obligated to or anything, but it's just like you guys had like such a huge following, and they were wondering where you year, and you just like resoundingly say, "Oh yeah, it's dead. Here's a script by." Uh, speaking of update videos, this is unrelated to everything, but I found this. I remember this one YouTube update <laughs> where it was just okay. This guy whose only claim to fame is that he uploaded a a, a playthrough of Parappa the Rapper. Like, long before Let's Plays were really big, and it was just some guy saying, Hey guys, I'm having some trouble, and I, if everyone could just donate a penny, that would be something, you know, that, that could really help. And it was like a three-part video of just some guy begging for money for not doing anything, 
And I remember one. That's going to be, Pan, you say that now, but that's going to be you when your cartoon is canceled. But I do something. At least I didn't just, I mean, his only claim to fame was making Parappa the Rapper and uploading that, you know? He made Parappa the Rapper. He he made a playthrough of Parappa the Rapper. But I I remember one of the comments saying, like, I will give you money if you kill yourself. Like, the, the, the video is no longer up, so I wonder if he really did take that money. (laughs) <laughs> what is how would he take the video down if he was dead <laughs> well like, do you remember to take it off before he killed himself you know he, he's not gonna leave that undone unless maybe he internet connected to a ouija board or something maybe he in his will he gave his youtube channel to his family and... i have fulfilled my promise please take down my video yeah or they were just so ashamed like okay we got his youtube password we can delete this no one can ever know about this but, you know, if anybody has a copy of that video, I'll, I'll need that. <laughs> I don't know. I hope, I don't know if that guy's all right now. I'm kind of wondering now. Yeah. Shinki Akumo actually is like, keep the podcast going, never end this episode. And it's like, yeah, we've tried to end this like three, four times. We're trying to end this now. And... Yeah. Oh, so... oh, I know him. It's Y Boy. I know him. Why? Hello, hello, Y Boy. Yes. <laughs> I've commented on his videos. So. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the earliest comment Guru Larry commented for me was about uh, You should go kill yourself uh, Wacky Racers, the cartoon series uh, Oh, okay <laughs> the, the, the failed pilot that Oh, Wacky Racers Forever Next Generation, I think Yeah, yeah. Well, it's much better than the new one they've done Oh yeah, because they, infinitely... they did make a new Wacky Racers But it's just like a basic The same old thing In Flash mm. Looks okay Yeah, but is this No, but yeah, that, that, the, uh, that pilot is this the end? Have of you the... thought about doing a series called "The Pilot That Crashed"? <laughs> pilots that crashed. Are you talking? Are you going to talk about like actual pilots? Yeah, I do pilots. You know, yeah. uh, review pilots for series uh, for cartoons that never took off ground. Yeah, that's what I do. Stepping on my turf. <laughs> but is this the end of the podcast? <laughs> please, please end the podcast before he humiliates me further. <laughs> yes. What? Well, who? Who's done the more humiliating? But um. <laughs> I'm I'm Nolan. Who are you guys? Yeah, who are you people? Why are you here? Who the fuck are I'm you? Second Nolan, apparently, because now we can tell our voices apart. <laughs> Nolan harder. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan. 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 Nolan extreme. And I'm live free or Nolan. And I'm the other one that they paid to be on. How, when do I get my check, by the way? Uh, um, <laughs> Nobody wants yeah, to be your, a good day check. to Nolan. That's, that's your, the worst. Um, yeah, Larry, uh, your check yeah. is coming in the mail, and if it looks like a Subway coupon, it most definitely is. No. <laughs> do, do you know for $5 more, I could have got the R8 game run? Oh, but. man. <laughs> we should get him on. He could talk about ghosts. I remember he was on <laughs> yeah. like a radio show, and it was basically just an ambush interview where they just said, so what do you think about being a ripoff, huh? Like, and I think he hung up after that. I forget what happened. That, that's that's like TMZ levels of uh, like, of like interview bombing. It was but, just like, all right. well, I mean, they invited him on the pod on the on their radio show as a just a friendly thing, and then it just slowly devolved to just a- attacking them. It's like, ouch. Why won't this podcast end? Yeah, <laughs> I'm ending it now. I'm stopping for goodbye. Ah! <laughs> I stopped the stream, so now we have to stop. <laughs>